0: There are that many games? Uh Here it comes, here- Open your mouth, prepare your tongue, because you're
1: about
2: to get a taste. I cannot believe we've gone 12 episodes without me being able to talk about Final Fantasy.
0: Well, I know the doll is bad, so I gotta think the Dusty Balloon is
3: less bad. I mean, if all life everywhere ends... What have I lost? (laughs)
1: Facial hair as a theme is not something I ever would have chosen. (laughs) So
3: Yeah, that's the one that Rock is
1: just
2: sweaty the whole time.
0: He's got that good, good, pointy Jafar beard.
2: (laughs) I've got three pages of AMA citations.
3: This is the Debate This podcast.
2: Welcome to Debate This, the show where a bunch of grown men make a big deal about things that don't matter like comics, video games, and zippers. <laughs> and speaking of zippers, Kingdom Hearts 3 is finally here. Now, at the time of this recording, it's still a few weeks away, but I believe this should launch on the 29th, so Kingdom Hearts 3 will have come out uh, on the 25th, which is very exciting. So when this comes out, I will probably already be pretty deep into the game. But now that at the time of recording, it's still, since it's only a few weeks away, I thought this would be a good opportunity to catch all my friends up on the story so far. And we couldn't so. be
3: more excited. I could I, don't, <laughs> so, I could be more excited. Every, I really could. Everyone, None of us asked everyone for has,
2: this. Except, I, I asked for this. I did. Um, I asked for this, and, and boy, did I, did I shit the bed on this one, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, did I bite off more than I, I could chew? My, my eyes were way bigger than my stomach. Um, so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to talk. And I'm gonna talk a lot. Um, and and the things that I'm going to say might sound like absolute nonsense. <laughs> and, and it's just, because you know, they are. Come 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 at me with, with open minds and and most importantly, open hearts. Um I'm, about- I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> um I hope all of you have cracked a beer. I hope you've gotten comfortable, because uh, we're gonna go on a wild ride. Um so you might have you might have heard already. I'm gonna help try to unpack this this anime nonsense for not only you folks at home for the three guys that are with me. And uh, as always, I've got Kyle Zylek Harper. Is that how you say that? Yep. Todd Doxed Thomas. Good. And Matt Zamped Cole. And like now, well, if guess- anybody
1: wasn't sure, he just added a bunch of X's. Like these, all of our names look like my profile name on MySpace in 2007. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's
2: very, it's very angelfire.com. Um, all this might sound like nonsense. I promise this will make sense in three hours. Um, <laughs> <So> <laughs> let, Julie's out of town. Let's do this. <laughs> so let's start from the beginning. Kingdom Hearts is the brooding, spiky-haired, clown-shoed baby of the Final Fantasy and Disney universes. Now, obviously, this isn't the first time we've talked about it. Um, you may remember a mo- about a month ago now, we've, we mashed up our own Disney properties with franchises, which was a lot more fun and fancy-free than today's. Um, but today, we're going to dive into the real, the real nitty-gritty. We're going to get down in the dirt. But we're, we're going to embrace the darkness that's formed in my heart as we walk through the complete story of the Kingdom Hearts series so far.
3: I feel like you've made three references already, and and they've all flown over our heads. Absolutely. (laughs)
2: When you listen to this, it'll make sense. When he
0: says heart, I take a drink. That's my plan for the rest of this. Every time he says heart, I take a drink. For those of
2: you playing at home, the drinking game is every time you hear heart or darkness, you take a drink. What about Keyblade? Every time someone is an obstacle is overcome by the power of friendship, you have to do a shot.
3: (laughs) Todd, Todd, (laughs) does Shannon know
2: you're up here? <laughs> yeah Just I sort of check on me every half an hour.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, so let me kind of set the scene before we get into the war. So for those of you that don't know, Kingdom Hearts uh, was first released in two thousand two for the p s two. Um so again, it is the it is the merging of Disney characters and Final Fantasy. Um, so you play an original character. His name is Sora. He goes through the different he goes through different Disney worlds like Alice in Wonderland uh Pinocchio um what is some a nightmare before Christmas and he meets the different characters alongside his buddies Donald Duck and Goofy and uh Matt's already shaking his head and then you also come across other characters <laughs> from the Final Fantasy series uh like uh Squall from Final Fantasy 8 Aerith, Aerith 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 from Final Fantasy 7 and so on and so forth
3: okay so I'm already gonna interrupt and clarify something I was never quite sure on mm-hmm. Sora is a Final Fantasy character
2: no, he's original. Oh, but, but Sora could be a Final Fantasy character. Well, right.
3: Yeah. That's, why yeah. I, that's why I was never sure. Okay. Let me give
2: you a little background, because I think this actually might clarify. Okay. So, okay, let's rewind the clock back to early 2000. Um, Squarehead just merged with Enix. They were riding high off the success of Final Fantasy X. Um, so Kingdom Hearts comes out in 2002, which is about a year after Final Fantasy X. Kingdom Hearts was created... Uh, directed by a man named Tetsuo Nomura. Um, so, to look at the origins, you have to go back about five or six years, about 19- 1996, when Mario 64 came out along with the N64. Square had Square had released at that point. Square was still SquareSoft, and they had only done JRPGs. They had they had uh, a very successful Final Fantasy VI under their belt. Uh, in the US, it was Final Fantasy III at the time, Wait, and they what? were in the Wait, what? Six that's was a different three. <laughs> podcast. That's no, a different that's podcast. the exchange rate in numbers.
1: Oh, okay. Thanks, Todd. Yeah. When you when
3: you go from from yen to dollars, that's that's <laughs> yeah. where yeah. it ends up. That's Got fine. it. All right. That's, that's, that's fine. Fine. that answer. That's my a different question. podcast for a different
2: time. Yep. Uh, so they were working on their next big hit, which was Final Fantasy VII, which is most people will know, except for Matt, that that was a huge, huge success and basically redefined Japanese RPGs uh, for years to come.
1: Sure. Great.
2: Cool. Now, at the time, uh, Mario sixty four obviously was a huge success in the U.S. and Square was basically looking for something to compete with that. So they wanted to. They knew that Final Fantasy had its audience. It was more kind of an older audience, people that were really into like the 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 crunchiness of a, of a role playing game. So they wanted something that could be a little more family friendly, uh, something that was also what they loved about Mario sixty four was that you know Mar- it was very emphasized it was emphasizing movement, right? So you know, Mario would move around. You can, and at the time, people were really into having him jump, having him, having him run around, having him swim, you know, all the different things you could do with. Him. So they kind of took that and said, okay, well, what can we create that's a little more kid friendly, that's a little more engaging? Because at the time, Final Fantasy was very much go up, go down, uh, dialogue, and fight. So um, at the Square office at the time, they're actually, Square was actually sharing an office with. Uh, the Japanese affiliate for Disney. So there were some discussions around this time to basically inject Mickey Mouse into a game. They're saying like, how can we get Mickey Mouse, um, you know, as the prime mascoty contender to Mario? How can we get Mickey Mouse into a game? So now we now we uh, shift back to Tetsuya Nomura. Uh, Nomura was a graphic artist for the earlier Final Fantasies, and his style was very different. Uh, then the current art director, his name was Yoshitaka Amano, who was known for like a very like a very high fantasy, you know, swords and dragons and knights kind of kind of approach. Uh, Tetsuya Nomura was more of a uh, eastern animation, like an anime style, um, so more like Akira, the things that were coming out of Japan at the time. Um, so Nomura was then appointed as the lead graphic artist for Final Fantasy VII, um, and then. So as he was working on that, you know, Final Fantasy, obviously Final Fantasy VII re- launched and it was incredible. Um, it took the series in a much different direction and the, the older games were very classically medieval high fantasy. Final Fantasy VII was like, you know, kind of modern, uh, kind of steampunk approach. There were guns, there were vehicles, things like that. This was, It was a very different direction.
3: It was all those tropes we associate now with like
2: JRPGs. More Absolutely. Or less. Yeah. And, and that, that, in in effect is Tetsuya Nomura. That's okay. that's his thing. So the what you associate with like the spiky hairs, the the spiky hair, the brooding, you know, every all the all the JRPG fuckboys wearing black, like that's Tetsuya Nomura. Okay. So fast forward, fast forward. Nomura pitches this idea to basically blend a to create what is an effectively a Reese's Butter, Reese's Buttercup of Final Fantasy and disney characters and said i want to create a a new ip that will we will create our own original characters and and they'll walk around in the disney franchise of the disney world um and disney was like yeah cool let's do it
0: which which to point out i mean i know we had our episode where we talked about like Mm -hmm. what are two things you would blend if you would have just entered your offering of final fantasy and like disney properties to like what we had brought to the
3: table, I don't think yours would have won. I, agree. I was no. gonna, I was gonna Absolutely say not. how much cocaine was involved because that yeah. sounds insane. Well, like... it's two
2: thousand one, so it was probably heroin. But <laughs> no, um, no it, you know it, it's funny you say that because I actually remember because you know back in two thousand one, I was a huge Final Fantasy fanboy. I was like, you know, I had Final Fantasy ten when it came out, and I, I remember everyone's shaking their head. And of I, course I, you
3: were too cool for Disney at that age, right? <laughs> I, was too cool. I was so cool for Disney. I had too many
2: zippers for Disney at that age. So when I heard about that, I was like, Oh, this is so stupid. I can't believe it. And, and just like everybody else. I mean, it, it was, you, it was something that you would see on the, you think you would see on the onion. Like it was just unbelievable. Like, how is this, how is this actually, a thing? but it was a thing. And despite all of our assumptions, the game sold fucking gangbusters. Did very, very well. And, and to be fair, it's a very good game. It's a and fun it, yeah, game. Yeah, I was going
3: to say, and it worked. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. like, no one, the complaints I hear yeah. are few anyway, but, like, none of them are about the, like, the weird mashup of IPs, so. No,
2: no, it, when, you, when you play the game, for those of you that haven't, it, it weirdly works. It weirdly makes sense. Um, part of it is, you know, it, it's, they take the Final Fantasy characters, but they obviously heavily retool them um because Nomura was the char- was the lead designer he actually only uses the characters that he created so that's limited to characters from Final Fantasy basically the PS1 era Final Fantasy 7 8 9 and and 10 um as well and t- since that time i think it's only been characters from that era cuz we've not seen like a little like a min- mini lightning from 13 or anything like that but they retooled the- they redrew the characters a lot of them appear as kids, or maybe they're more like cartoony versions of themselves. The only exception being Cloud, who appears in the Hercules world, um, literally as himself, which was a whole thing. We won't we won't cover that today.
0: That's so, that's too far. Well, it, it basically it'll it, <laughs> it be in our follow re- up episode
2: for
3: our Patreon subscribers. This is a, this
2: is a little too this is a little too granular, but it basically redrew Cloud and, and kind of redesigned him unwittingly. And turned him into a brooding anime boy, which he never was, but again, we'll, we'll, we'll put that on a, in a <laughs> But you digress. I'd, but I digress. So the one interesting thing here so again, the, the, like I said, the, the pitch was accepted, they moved on, they started development. And you know months progressed, and they were working through things. And, and basically, when, uh, when Square went to Disney with their first kind of proof of concept, they had the traditional RPG,, you know, dudes with swords fighting monsters. And Disney was like, "Whoa!" We don't want our characters with weapon like that's, you know, that's in the in the branding and the Walt Disney Company branding guidelines. That's rule number two. Right. They can't cuss. They can't swear a cuss and they can't they shoot a gun. They can't say they can't say a cuss. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can be accidentally racist, but they can't swear a cuss. Yeah. So <laughs> whoops. So that was a big sticking point. It's like, well, we don't want Mickey Mouse to have a sword, which is a very weird sentence to say. But we're going to hear that a lot <laughs> today. So they went back to the drawing board. They're like, okay, well, how can we, you know, keep incorporate the same elements? Because we need to make a game. You know, it can't just be like jumping on platforms. We need them to do something. So they took the sword and they made it blunt. They said, okay, well, what if it's a key? Which again sounds very (laughs) silly, but when you see it in in practice, it kind of makes sense. So they they created this world where these spiky haired, big feeted protagonists would run around with Mickey Mouse bashing, you know, beating to beating monsters with giant keys. And it worked. It passed. So uh <laughs> that is how that is how we have the keyblade. Is that really why? Like that's that real? Is really. That is very weird real.
3: Of um, all the things you've heard so far, that's the thing you have <laughs> issue with? Is that Disney yeah. didn't want swords, so they made a new weapon for the game? You know, you know if we're being real honest, that to me
1: is the the most comprehensible thing like that's the thing that sounds (laughs) like it could be the most real so it's the thing i believed the least because i i fully came into this expecting to understand and believe nothing
2: matt i'm gonna try to make this i'm gonna try to do my best to help you to understand what you can that's that's what i've tasked myself with today I want
3: I want this to end with Matt really wanting to play Kingdom Hearts. Okay, so... And dealing it, with that internal conflict.
1: I need to make it clear, like, I I played Kingdom Hearts 1. I played it, I enjoyed it, I know nothing of the story, because I just no. ran yeah. through and played the game. Yes. Um, and I, I said, this is objectively a good game. And yeah. that ends my experience with
2: Kingdom right. Hearts. Right, and because you got to hang out with Jack Skellington, you got to... Ghost sword fighting with the beast. And you you were playing Keyblade fighting. Most people,
0: most people play kingdom hearts. Like everyone played halo four. They didn't actually understand the story. They were just there to play as master chief. Halo
3: four have a story. (laughs) I don't
2: remember.
0: (laughs) That's, that's a different one of these things.
2: (laughs) That's when Todd's brain breaks. That's Todd's. (sighs) All right. So kingdom hearts comes out. We all played as kids. We're, we're down. We're down to clown. Obviously, the game was received incredibly well. Um, It was pretty much off the bat assumed that there was going to be a sequel, if not if not a full fledged franchise. So, two years later, uh, they released Chain of Memories, which was the first kind of in kind uh, franchise title. Now, this one was weird because it wasn't a sequel; it was really just an add on. And at the time, you know these these big budget franchises were were kind of adamant about porting. guide end games or side games to portable consoles so the gba was getting a lot of these like god of war did it to a number of other Assassin's franchises Creed had one Yeah. yep thank yep. you yep so this was this was pretty common and this is a common thread in the kingdom hearts franchise as well uh chain of memories was a like a card battler um again it's i i will explain the mechanics later i actually played it again pretty good game like not bad at all very weird but not not bad I'm um, gonna play
3: Chain of Memories when we're done with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we need that's to, we, right up my alley. I, and the I The only hate thing it. about
2: it, the only thing about it, Chain of Memories is good, but it, it does not give you a good job. It does not do good do a good job teaching you the Okay. That's the biggest gripe that I had with it. Anyway.
0: I, I have less than zero interest in ever playing a card, badler.
2: Boom. There it is. So Chain of Memories comes out. Now the thing about Chain of Memories, again, because it was a portable, because it wasn't on the the flagship system it couldn't advance the story. So the whole point of Chain of Memories was basically you revisit the stuff you did in Kingdom Hearts 1. So when, when it came out, people were like, oh, I, it's, a, it's a side game. I don't need to worry about it. Problem was, it actually fo- it actually moved the story along kind of unknowingly. It introduced a lot of important characters that later came to light in Kingdom Hearts 2.
3: That will show up in, in all of the jillions of sequels. That will show up in the
2: jillions of sequels. So Kingdom Hearts 2 then comes out, the official sequel, comes out in two thousand and five. Again, huge hit, mega hit. Um, you get to go to Tron World. You get to go to Pirates of the Caribbean World. It was so uh, good. A lot of people. I, it's a pretty common assumption now that the reason Tron Legacy was allowed to ha- was able to happen was because of Kingdom Hearts two. Hmm. I. I, I don't. I, again, that's not an official like critical thing, but. It it put Tron back in the zeitgeist.
0: Kingdom Hearts 2 and Jeff Bridges.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't It made, and, it made and Tron and be more relevant more to our generation.
3: Because it's the second best Daft Punk two-hour-long <laughs> music video out there. It's pretty <laughs> the good. second
2: best music video. Yeah, exactly. So Kingdom Hearts 2 comes out again. Huge success. So now it's 2019, and obviously we're getting Kingdom Hearts 3. 14 years later. So... <laughs> The the question is, and and similar to the Harry Potter series, is what happened? <laughs>
3: I was, I want to. I want. There was a I lot of drop. I remember in 2012, people were excited that Kingdom Hearts three was finally going to release because it was ten years since Kingdom Hearts one. And I remember in 2008,
2: years ago. When people were excited that Kingdom Hearts three was finally going to release because it had been three years. <laughs> so yeah, so. What happened? Um, while Kingdom Hearts 3 is technically the next game, there are six games in between them, a movie, and a whole mess of remakes and remasters that have come out since 2005.
3: So I, I read ahead a little bit, and I'm still... A movie came out? Yeah. yeah. So
2: let's, we'll go through it. Let's, let's go through it. <laughs> so the, the big problem here is you've got... What's the Except big for, problem? The big problem is... <laughs> the big problem is you're, these games didn't stick to one console series or generation. You've got some coming out for PlayStation. You've got some coming out for Nintendo systems. You've got some coming out for mobile. They're just, they're just all over the place. It is impossible for one person to, to expect one person to have basically bought and owned all of them. You know That, that is a very, a very big ask of the average consumer. Um, so let's let's go through it. So after Kingdom Hearts 3, or sorry, ah, Jesus. After Kingdom Hearts, so you have Kingdom Hearts Coded, uh, which came out for DS and, uh, in 2008, and then 358 over two days came out in 2009 God. for DS. What a well. bullshit name.
0: Why does that matter? Yeah, what
2: is that? We'll get, we'll get into it. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if I hear it, we'll <laughs> get
3: into it one more time. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to get out of it. it. In <laughs> 2010,
2: we have Birth by Sleep. that came out for the PlayStation Portable, PSP, uh 2012 dream drop distance came out for the 3ds and then uh, in 2013 kingdom hearts kai or ki came out for just web browsers in japan <laughs> cool <laughs> right and then now. uh that game was then re-released uh in 2015 it, as I kingdom think it's, hearts it's King. kai it would be kai like that's the, the greek letter, letter. Right? it's kai. supposed okay. to well it's supposed to be kai but they say Ki. E. Oh, I hate. God damn! Hate. God damn! No! It's a new thing to be mad about. <laughs> I don't
1: want this anymore.
2: The the so then in 2013 they had a couple compilations, uh, HD compilations for PS3. There was Kingdom Hearts 1.5 Remix, which included Kingdom Hearts One: Chain of Memories and a an interactive movie. So just the cutscenes of 358 over two days.
1: When you say interactive movie, do you mean like Bandersnatch, or do you yes. mean like just no, the back
2: of- no? Just- just, just the cutscenes that
3: you just click through with oh, your with your lame. X button. Yeah, I think I have this and in, the, in a, one of my one of my brother's attempts to get me to okay. to play this series, it's uh, sitting and, on a shelf in my living yeah.
2: room. <laughs> yeah, and then in two thousand fourteen, you have two point Kingdom Hearts two point five remix, which was the remake of Kingdom Hearts two Birth by Sleep, uh, and they did the same thing with re, with coded and called it re colon coded, uh, which is just the cutscenes. It's
0: kind of crazy to think that they did, you know, the remix in 2013 then the remix in 2014, yeah. and then five years later gave yep. you three.
2: And then, right. And then in, tw- well, in, because in 2017, there was Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final, ch- final Chapter Prologue.
3: <laughs> Jesus.
2: Which is, they took Kingdom Hearts Key and, and created a movie and this is actually—they just did a, a full, like, um, Unreal Four engine movie called mm. Kingdom Hearts Key Back Cover, which covered, which essentially goes over the what happens in Kingdom Hearts Key. Kingdom Hearts Keys is just a shitty, like, free-to-play mobile game. It doesn't have any real bearings, so they actually made a movie out of it. They're like, okay, here's what actually happened. Here's what's, here's why it's relevant. And then uh, they did the remix, the remake of Dream Drop Distance, and <laughs> my favorite. Uh, an, an inter- it, this is a movie slash game zero point, Kingdom Hearts 0.2 Birth by Sleep A Fragmentary Passage which is the official prologue leading into Kingdom Hearts 3
0: oh so it has a purpose it's just stupid
2: so here's so and, and this is this is the biggest challenge and I think what happened was Square came to a point they're like we have all these games all of them have some integral part to the story if we just pump out Kingdom Hearts 3 and people play it, they won't know what the fuck is going. On. So they tried to, the best they could, to collate everything. So right now, uh, today, on PS4, you could you can experience all of these games for PS4 in one compilation called Kingdom Hearts The Story So Far. That is, that is recently released, but that is also the deluxe edition of Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5, and 2.5. So I want
3: to pause, cause I want I want you to explain as a Final Fantasy player. Then, Square Enix does this a lot. Does this with
2: Final Fantasy too? They sure, do. Two, where they sure like, do,
3: Kyle. Because like I remember, there's like Final Fantasy thirteen point five and Final Fantasy thirteen two or ten two or something stupid.
2: So, not to digress, uh, final, <laughs> but so this, final is common, Fantasy,
3: this is common for Square Enix, is the, the point not, I'm trying it's to make. It's not
2: uncommon. Uh, final Fantasy 13 is a series, it's a trilogy, but they, because it's Final Fantasy 13, they can't call it Final Fantasy 14 because there is a Final Fantasy 14 and it's a, non, it's a massive multiplayer, multiplayer online game. So, there's Final Fantasy 13 and then the direct sequel to that story, which is Final Fantasy 13 2. And then the direct sequel to that story, which is Final Fantasy thirteen three colon Lightning Returns.
1: So I would like you to explain to me, as an RPG fan, why numbers don't matter to you. people. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's, um, it's all about the, the cool, the cool cutscene that happens when you use your attack, the, so the numbers don't matter anyway.
2: My, my answer to you is I would just play the two-minute opening video to Birth by Sleep and not answer you, because... It's fun and, and anime beautifulness. I'm um, pretty positive I've seen
0: that, and it's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it's super cool. So because you, you again, just to kind of summarize this, you, you, you can play Kingdom Hearts 3, and it's fine. You can go and you can experience the story of Big Hero 6. You can experience Monsters, Inc. You can go fight with Sully, and, you know, and, and you'll have a great time. If you want to know what the fuck is going on, you have to know what happened in all of these side games. So, let's do it. You guys ready? No. No, but yeah. I'm I'm saying this as we are about 20 minutes into the recording. This will probably be at least a two parter. So
1: I just we we all work. We've all had jobs, and I'm sure that means that all of us at one point or another have had to watch some online training video. That like there's yes. no way out of But you have to watch it Or you will get fired And like the way that you feel Going oh. into those videos Is the way that I feel Going into this podcast That like I'm hey, here Matt? And I know I have to consume it But I don't want to I don't I
2: don't Hey Matt Yeah Do you want to continue To be a part of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and see that's the don't, problem Don't let him hold that <laughs> over your head
3: I, I'm really I really Truly hope like my dream, a magic dream, is that Matt is like converted and fully buys into Kingdom Hearts by the end of this, and like wants
0: he, to play. He fi- he leaves the podcast humming "Simple and Clean." <laughs> yes. Hey, hey,
2: future. Hey, future Kyle. Can can you can you just splice in a little "Simple and Clean"? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just to get us. <laughs> Don't agree up. to do
3: that. I'll see what I can do. Thanks, thanks, Dis- future Kyle. Disney's pretty litigious, so <laughs> I'll have to be
2: careful. But. Fair enough. All right, Kingdom Hearts one. This is what started it all. So we open, we've got our three main characters. We've got Sora, we've got Riku, we've got Kairi. Three best friends living on an island. They are kids probably, we assume around 12 to 13, constantly talking about adventures and traveling to other worlds. They inexplicably live on this island, basically by themselves. There are no adults around and it's fine. Uh, they also live with a couple characters from final fantasy 10 and final fantasy eight. We don't need to go there. It doesn't matter. There is a love triangle between Sora, Riku and Kairi because they are children experiencing puberty, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Sora is your, your main character. He's who you control. He's the happy go lucky, free, loving care, not a care in the world kind of guy. Riku is the real ambitious. Uh, he's, he's the one who's, he's the strong man. He's, uh, He's the one who's, who's going to do the thing. Um, they're constantly at odds. Riku is a little better at Sora than everything. And then Kyrie is the waifu. <laughs> She's just the, <laughs> the token girl, the token anime girl. I don't know. She doesn't really have much of a personality at that point. Um, so you, do the, you go through the, the Destiny Islands. You do the tutorial. You learn how to pull coconuts from trees and sword fight. And uh, they, they build this raft. And they, Riku wants to build this raft to go visit the other worlds. Um he has this he has this uh, understanding or this on uh, this knowledge that there are other worlds out there and things that they could see that are far away from the silent. Um Sora is like, I don't whatever, I don't know what you're talking about. So a couple days pass, they build their little raft, and uh, Sora is visited by this figure cloaked in absolute black. You don't you don't see his face, you don't see any figures. He says, and it's it's voiced by Phil Lamar, uh, originally from originally on appearing on Mad TV. The door's been opened, and that this world will be plunged into darkness. Their island is then swallowed by a storm that night. He wakes up, um, he runs out of his house, and he sees uh, Riku being swallowed into this scary, oozy darkness, and uh, he eventually gets pulled after. Um, we kind of cut to black. Oh, you, you fight... Hey, wait. I'm wondering now. You fight this like big, goopy, black shadow monster, which is, like, pretty cool. Kind of looks like, uh, like a big, like, Zeus or whatever, and he's, like, punching you. It.
3: Is this your, your fight you're supposed to lose? No, this That's... is your tutorial. This is your okay.
2: tutorial. So this is how you learn how to use the keyblade. So you, you, uh, he's, he's being attacked by these shadow creatures, and this giant key appears in his hand. He's like, What is this? And it, uh, he wields it like a, like a sword, like a two-handed sword. So he's hacking and slashing, and all these shadow creatures are attacking him. Those shadow creatures, we find out, are called the Heartless. And the Heartless are the representation, the embodiment of, of darkness in people's hearts. Because this is a kid's game, and we can't say evil. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there it is. Okay.
2: So the, uh, the Heartless are attacking the different worlds, and they have attacked their island, and they wanna, the Heartless want to uh, swallow up the island and envelop it in darkness. And they do so. They succeed. Uh, so Sora wakes up. He's in a brand new town. Uh, this is like a like a cool, I don't know, like a. There's like a. It's like always nighttime. It's kind of like a fun little like 20s era town. It's called Traverse Town. Uh, and he he wakes up. His friends are gone. He runs into Donald Duck and Goofy. You know, because yes, <laughs> the Disney
3: characters. <laughs> because we've played we've played two hours of this game and haven't gotten our Disney yet and we so, need to get our Disney. Right. Because so two Donald,
1: hours ago, some 18-year-old kid named Sora dropped the acid for the first time, and this is when it decided to kick it. There it is. is
3: 12 years old. 12 years old, Matt. 12 years old.
1: Okay, all right. Sorry, my bad.
2: A 12-year-old watch, watching House of Mouse on a fever dream. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Sora uh, encounters Donald and Goofy. Donald and Goofy are looking for their king, who is Mickey Mouse. Uh, Donald and Goofy were told to, quote, look for the key. Well, they find Sora. They find Sora holding this giant key blade, and uh, they say, "Well, they assume. Okay, we found the key. Great. Got it. Yep. Check. Check that off the box. Game over. Um, Move yep. on to part two. Sora also runs into Squall from Final Fantasy VIII, who, for whatever reason, is calling himself Leon. Uh, Yuffie from Final Fantasy VII, and and also Aerith from Final Fantasy VII as well. I think those are the three. Um, so those are like your, oh, and Sid from Final Fantasy VII as well. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. How could you <laughs> um, possibly forget? Good, uh, good yeah.
3: catch. We didn't want all the hate mail that would have
2: brought. <laughs> 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 so uh, the Final Fantasy characters in this world, in this universe, all come from the same world and their world was just uh, enveloped by darkness and, and Squall from Final Fantasy VIII explains that the Heartless are this big bad who are basically swallowing up all the worlds. They're, just, they're destroying life as we know it. Someone's gotta stop him. Sora's got the Keyblade. We find that the Keyblade is the only thing that can attack the Heartless. Everything else just goes phases through them like they're shadows because they are shadows. So by extension, by default, Sora is the chosen one. Sora must go defeat the Heartless. So that's our game. That's basically, we, we set up the plot. And, and really from here, fast forward 40 play hours. <laughs> Um, we go through the game. We go through the different worlds, and I mean, this—you know—you guys know this stuff. You go through Alice in Wonderland world, Tarzan world, Hercules, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Pinocchio. Um, you go through all the different worlds, uh, locking the 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 locks. Wait, what is it? Locking the door. Sorry, Jesus. You go and lock the door to the worlds. What happened is the heartless have have seeped into all these different worlds that are that are disconnected, and uh, you go through and lock the door so they can't come in. So you're basically. Protecting the worlds from more heartless getting in. Um, while you go through the different worlds, you encounter Maleficent, the witch from Sleeping Beauty. Maleficent is revealed that she's kind of your, she's kind of doing a, like a Dr. Wily Mega Man thing where she's going and collecting all the bad guys. She's collecting uh, Gaston, or not Gaston, um, the the dude from Tarzan, the, the, the shooter, the gunsmith from Tarzan, yeah. uh, Jafar. And uh, Ursula and all these different bad uh, Hades, all these different bad guys from these different Disney movies, and she has tasked them with finding the seven princesses of heart, which are the Disney princesses like Sleeping Beauty and uh, Aurora and Jasmine and all that. Clayton is the guy's name from Tarzan. Thank you, Clayton. Like, mm. Thank you. Um. So we find that Maleficent is kind of our like our you know person kind of she's our puppeteer she's she's running the strings well working for her is riku he's broken bad riku's riku's bad um riku thinks that if he works for maleficent she's going to help him find what he's looking for which is Kyrie, because remember the friends were separated riku is looking for Kyrie. soar is looking for riku and kairi et cetera. Et cetera. Um, Sora eventually re- encounters Riku, and they fight. He's like, why are you being bad? And Riku's like, why are you not caring about Kyrie?" And they, they have some prepubescent nonsense. Uh, Riku gets away. So then we do a couple more worlds. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, we do Peter Pan. <clears throat> we finally arrive to Hollow Bastion, which is the first, well, I guess second. Traverse Town's the first. This is the, the, the first, like, v- fully developed original world. So Hollow Bastion doesn't exist anywhere else. This is a completely Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Location, okay. Hollow Bastion is, is apparently where all the Final Fantasy people are from. So that's how they kind of hand wave. Um, so when you arrive to Hollow Bastion, it's basically this war zone. There's nothing except for this huge, gothic-looking castle. So you, uh, when you get there, you're encountered by Beast from Beauty and the Beast. And he's looking for Belle or whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Um. So they some you,
3: some paper thin excuse to to put him there.
2: Yeah, exactly. So you you buddy cop your way with Beast from Beauty and the Beast, and uh, you fight shadows, and you make it to the center of the Alabastian castle. You fight Maleficent. She turns into a dragon because that's her thing. You kill her. She done. She did. Um. So she has collected the seven princesses of heart. Ooh, big bad. What she wants to do is uh, open, or she wants to create and open Kingdom Hearts. There it is. There's the title.
3: <laughs> roll uh, credits. Roll credits. So <laughs> she
2: thinks, she, she believes that by collecting the seven princesses of heart, she will be able to open Kingdom Hearts. That's very bad. We don't want that. That means ultimate power and other bad guy stuff. We want to stop. It. So when you get to the center of Hollow Bastion, we see all the princesses of heart. And, oh, wait. Who's that? It's Kyrie. Oh shit, guys. Kyrie's the seventh princess of heart. But you didn't oh, see that coming Of course she is. You didn't see the, that coming. It's the
3: fifth element. Yeah. All over again. <laughs> she is she is the fifth element. She is uh, the fire emblem. God bless
2: it. One. So Sora tries to, after defeating Maleficent, Sora tries to save Kyrie, but Kyrie is unsavable. Her her heart is gone. Her heart is asleep. Uh, the whole time Riku was trying to revive Kyrie, he couldn't do it. Kyrie's heart was gone. Well, we find out that Kyrie's heart. Let me stop here. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I should explain that that the game. When we say heart, when you hear the word heart, it's not like the organ in your chest that keeps you alive and pumps pumps blood to your no. Your we all different. Parts we of your all body.
3: knew that already, <laughs>
2: Henderson. It's your soul. It's your being. It's your ineffableness, ineffability. Yeah. Yes,
3: it's 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 a a Japanese anime game. We we knew that already.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just felt like I should clarify. Um, so Kyrie is the seventh and final princess of heart. Her heart is gone. We find that Sora actually has Kyrie's heart inside of his heart.
1: But why? Why? I
2: don't.
1: I don't I'm not even gonna ask.
2: <laughs> no, I'm gonna I, I,
3: I'm gonna be that guy. Like why? Why is that? Here's my biggest problem. You gotta you gotta play nine more games
2: to figure that out. You yeah. actually you do. <laughs>
3: That's not <why. laughs> God um, damn.
2: Kingdom Hearts does this thing where they—it's very <laughs> much like he's the chosen one. Just move past it. It's very like he's Neo, whatever. He's Neo, whatever. So, her, Kyrie's heart is inside Sora's heart. Kingdom Hearts it.
1: is like Scientology. Like you can only get the answer if you play the next game.
2: Yes. Oh, man. Uh, so Sora, Sora. The whole point with Keyblades is that Keyblades are the power to unlock hearts. So what you, are doing, what you are doing by killing Heartless is you are freeing the hearts that the Heartless have taken, have captured. So Sora frees Kyrie's heart by basically plunging his own keyblade into his chest. <laughs> by, by beating Damn. the shit out of her. Oh no, different, different, <laughs> <laughs> different way. Nice. Um, so because this is a child's game, they can't show violence, so Sora just kind of points his keyblade at himself and he turns into white magic. But Rudy, what he effectively did was kill himself. He killed himself. He plunged his, his sword into his own heart. Didn't oh, see that I, coming, did you, I, Disney? I, I saw no, this, and, the, and he actually
3: killed the Horcrux instead of himself, and yeah, he's yeah, still alive. And yes.
2: So, he, so Sora turns into a heartless, and this sets off a giant chain of events that is later retconned, and we'll, we'll put a pin in for now. But for, today's, for right now, for all intents and purposes, Sora is a heartless. He's a, little, he's a little gremlin guy walking around, and Kyrie is, is free, so Kyrie is awake. The Kingdom Hearts has been opening. Kingdom Hearts has been thwarted. We're all we're all happy except oh shit, Sora doesn't exist anymore. So Kyrie then realizes all this stuff happened and hugs Sora. And through wait for it, the, the power, power of friendship. Of friendship ah. Sora's heart is magically restored to his body, and he reform, he reforms into his normal human self, and the group goes and dives through the portal that Maleficent had created to chase after Riku. And, now, Matt, and Matt
3: puts his controller through his television.
2: <laughs> Here, take this
3: back. I don't want it anymore.
2: Now, now throughout the whole game, you are, you are given these Ansem reports, these key items that, that just say Ansem report number one, Ansem report number two, and so on and so forth. They're just like, they're audio logs without audio. They're, they're you know, your, your kind of backstory. But they're all these, these individual journal entries by this, this man named Ansem, who is apparently a scientist. He was doing research on the Heartless. And you see his slow descent into madness, basically. So when they arrive at the center of Hollow Bastion, and when they defeat Maleficent after all this stuff happens, they are greeted by this large, dark figure He's got, he's he's like six foot tall. He's got long, flowing like gray hair. He introduces himself as Ansem, and oh. he's got a really he's got a really low voice. Again, this is Phil Lamar's voice. It's a very it's here's the thing. This game has very good voice acting. Like for as goofy and silly and nonsensical it is. I mean, you've got Haley Joel Osment plays the main character. He plays Sora. Um, oh,
3: it's got all the like almost all the original. Like yep. Disney cast. Hey, Hayden it?
2: Hayden Panettiere was Kyrie. Um, Phil Lamar was. Wait, sorry, handsome.
1: I'm significantly more interested now that I know that Hayden <laughs> Panettiere is in this game. <laughs> yeah, uh. well, this
2: was 2001. Hayden Panettiere. This was way before Fair. she was in Heroes and was famous, but she still is. Uh, Mandy Moore played the voice. Was the voice of Eris. Ares, uh, she- excuse me. Uh, Angel, the guy that played Angel, um, was the voice of Squall. Like this is a this is a big this is Disney level cast. Yeah. And they brought in everybody that did like the cartoons. Like they had the not the people that did the movies. They did have James Woods reprise Hades, and he still does it today. Like that's crazy. Which, Which is that's awesome. really cool. Yeah, it's very cool.
3: It's very cool. Oh, only and- James Woods wasn't the worst. Yeah, so that's in, the thing. Yeah.
2: In the I know, I know. In the last episode, we talked about the Sephiroth battle. Um, mm-hmm. do you guys want to guess who voices Sephiroth? Optimus Prime. Internet darling Matt Mercer. Close.
3: Oh, I have no idea. Actual guess actual I don't care. cannibal sh- Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> There LaBeouf. I I changed my um, answer.
2: The voice of Sephiroth is none other than NSYNC's Lance Bass. <laughs> that was my next guess. <laughs> what? <laughs> I kid you not. That is very real. Oh you can look at out on IMDb. Like,
3: like height of his height of his career Lance. Two thousand and two Hey yes. the backstreet, backstreet boys
0: were almost Jedi's. Like that yeah, almost yeah. happened. This was what?
3: eight
2: months after, eight months. That's a different podcast. Eight months and one year after Bye Bye Bye, Lance Bass as Sephiroth.
3: Wow.
1: Wow. Yep. Hey, look, Ma, I made it.
2: Exactly.
3: Did, but, but, and JT isn't in this at all.
2: JT is not in this. No, JT, was,
3: former mouse Mouseketeer, is not in Kingdom Hearts at all, but Lance is Bass is.
2: Yeah. Maybe, maybe JT was Sephiroth first. I don't know. Anyway, so Ansem is revealed to be the big bad. Now, those of you that have played Final Fantasy games before will realize that this is a very traditional square thing to reveal the bad guy at the end. You basically chase a red herring the whole game. It was done in Final Fantasy IV. It was done in Final Fantasy X. I mean, it, this happens It was happens done all in the Super Mario RPG. It was done in Super Mario RPG, exactly. It, this is a very, like, this is a, a square AF thing. So Ansem is revealed to be the big bad all along. He has possessed Riku, so the reason why Riku broke bad um, was that he was, he was tempted by the dark side and Ansem possessed him. Also, this story is basically Star Wars. We'll get there.
3: <laughs> All stories are basically Star Wars. We don't that need to true.
2: go there. It's the hero's journey. Anyway, so Ansem is revealed as the big bad. Everyone chases Ansem to the, to, to, through this portal and they end up at the end of the world. That's a, that's a proper noun, not a descriptor. Ugh, Okay. Um, they fight Ansem, who has about seven phases. Um, he has this is like the pinnacle of this isn't even my final form. He turns into a cruise ship. I'm not kidding. What he turns into a cruise ship? You fight a cruise ship?
3: You do? Fuck you. What? Yep. Is it is it a Disney? Is it a Disney trademark cruise (laughs) ship? (laughs) It's a Disney liner.
2: It's a Carnival Cruise TM. No, no. Ansem turns into a fucking ship. It's ridiculous. So that, this, this battle, I remember like being 13 and, and, and even at that point, at the pinnacle of them, i like, I'm down with JRPGs being like, come on. <laughs> 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 like I was down to clown with most of this until like, come on, seven phases. And now you're a cruise give ship. A, give me a fucking break. How, All right. For, question. Yep.
3: How, how long did this fight take 13-year-old Andrew to beat? 45 minutes. I'm like, not kidding. Like, yeah, like, like straight well, I through. I mean, like how many tries?
2: Like, yeah. oh, well, Okay, that's the thing. It's not like I don't remember it being very hard. It was okay. just hard enough to be it was like, just stressful. It was just mm-hmm. tedious. Yeah. It was tedious. Yes. Gotcha. And, and, and that's when I when I go back and when I went back and played all, a lot of these games, that was my biggest problem was that it was just tedious bullshit JRPG shit. Stuff that like we dealt with back in the late nineties and early thousands, but the for the for the same reason why I love Final Fantasy VII, but I think it is virtually unplayable today. It's it's tough. It's tough to get through. And and this and it's for the same reason why it's really hard to get through some of these games because just the like the didactic difficulty where like in one minute it'll be incredibly easy, like I'll fall asleep, and the next minute is impossible. Like that that is oh. it's very frustrating. But, but we'll, we'll get there. Um, (laughs) Sorry. But I digress. I digress. So they, the team defeats Ansem. Uh, The Ansem in his like dying breath tries to open Kingdom Hearts. And he says, ah, Kingdom Hearts is darkness. Ah, And, uh, and Sora's rebuttal is no, Kingdom Hearts is light. And then the door opens, and then there's just light that comes and uh. blasts Ansem into oblivion. He's like, no! Um, so the door is open. The problem is we have to close the door. The door, it, Kingdom Hearts, the door is, is what is linking the dark world and the light world. That is how the, dark, how the heartless are getting mm. through. So we got to close the door. It is a physical door. It is a giant church door. Good. Um, so Sora, Donald, and Goofy go, and they're trying their hardest to pull the door, push the door closed, and they can't do it. Um, he hears, we hear a voice from the distance. Don't worry, Sora, I'll help you. It's Riku. Riku's okay, everybody. He made it. Oh, Riku's oh, yeah. on the- this is,
1: this, is a, this is a power friendship thing. I, I'm Riku- sorry, I'm stealing your, your ending. I know it, yeah. I get it, I'm tired of it, and it's we're a- one game in. <laughs> it's a tier four <laughs>
2: reunion. Riku's okay, but but- but in a, in a very heroic moment, Riku sacrifices himself because he's on the other side of the door. He's on the dark side. So Riku helps pull, pull the door. But we hear one more voice, and we see, we see a silhouette. And, boys, it's, we're 60 hours into this game, and we haven't seen Mickey Mouse. It's Mickey Mouse. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Mickey Mouse says, don't worry, Sora. I'll help you. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay, oh. we
1: need to acknowledge that that was a very good Mickey Mouse impression. That was actually pretty good. I'm I'm genuinely impressed. Congratulations. Thank
2: you. Thanks. You're gonna hear that more today.
3: Well, <laughs> you're everybody gonna, gets. You're water. gonna hate it. You're gonna hate it by the end of these three hours.
2: Yeah. Um. So Mickey Mouse and Riku help Sora, Donald, and Goofy close the door to Kingdom Hearts. Their door is shut, and we watch as the 23 minute cinematic. Continues as the worlds are restored, the darkness leaves. Um, the island is restored back to its original form. Kyrie ends up back on the island, and all is well except that Sora, Donald, and Goofy now are trapped in scary nothing space. Oh <gasps> man! Yeah. So we 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 finish Kingdom Hearts one with Sora, Donald, and Goofy walking down this this kind of grass dirt path that seems to go nowhere it just it just goes on forever it's like the snake road in dragon ball z anybody
1: yeah anybody? yeah i get that one i get yeah. that one
2: yeah we're best friends awesome so it's kind of like the snake road they walk down in this like forever path and and pluto shows up you know pluto the dog yeah shows up mm-hmm. cuz sure and he's but got like a, why he's got a he's got a he's got a little card and it's got the mickey mouse emblem on it <gasps> mickey mouse is alive you guys so, so Sora looks at his friends, and he does a weird anime smirk. He goes, ha, let's go. And they just start running into nothing. And we fade to black. And that's the entire story <laughs> of Kingdom Hearts. And that's the whole story and of Kingdom Hearts And now you're caught one.
3: up for part three. Great. So yeah, Thanks, that's, for, that's thanks for listening game. to debate this.
2: Okay, so now we've got Chain of Memories. Chain of Memories oh, wait, so
0: So we're going to a new one.
2: Yeah. Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the second one now.
0: Okay. We right. moved up. <laughs> there it is.
2: <laughs> all right. So, Chain of Memories. Remember, this is the game, the Game Boy Advance one. It was re-released on PS3. Again, not a bad game. Card Battler. It's weird. Anyway, Chain of Memories uh, starts re- literally where Kingdom Hearts One left off. The team is running through the through Snake Road, the big green grassy field, and they <laughs> arrive at a big scary castle. It's all white and green, whatever. Uh, a cloaked figure kind of looking in a he's in a, like a big black robe. He looks similar to the figure from the beginning of KH1, but there's more zippers in this cloak. <laughs> uh, I don't know er- if that's a joke or not. It's not. <laughs> Got it. Um, <laughs> he, he approaches- the technology
3: advanced so they could render zippers more easily. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they right, more that's polygons right. for
1: zippers.
2: <laughs> when uh, PS3 launched with that new zipper technology. Um, so this cloaked figure tells Sora to lose what he remembers or loses memories to find what he seeks, which is Riku. Luke, uh, Sora is looking for Riku. Um, so they go through the castle. This castle is called Castle Oblivion. It's all white. It's actually kind of a cool aesthetic. Uh, everything is white. Everything is just a stark white. And, and, and like I said at the beginning of the game, they couldn't do any new content, so Chain of Memories basically just rehashes all of Kingdom Hearts 1. So you, you go through all of the different worlds, but the whole gimmick is you're in Castle Oblivion and everything is controlled by cards. So you get, a, you get literally, you get a deck of cards and each of them like represent one of the worlds. So you, you put uh, one of the worlds to a door and that floor becomes that world. So like if you play the Aladdin card, that floor becomes the Aladdin world. And then every card that you play, you basically are dictating what the next room looks looks like, so you can, in effect, and then this is kind of how the mechanics work. You can like pick your own difficulty. It's very cool. It's very weird. Um, it takes a lot of like training and getting used to, and it's ultimately completely pointless.
4: But yeah, whatever.
2: <laughs> so, um, so they're in Castle Oblivion. We eventually we learn that Castle Oblivion is home to Organization 13. Now, Organization 13 is a very important entity. They are basically the main villains. Uh, in Kingdom Hearts 2. They wear these black cloaks with the zippers. <clears throat> they're they they're all like head to toe black cloak. You can't see their face. Um when they and then when they take off their hoods, they have spiky hair because of course they do. Um so you we we run into throughout the game we run into six or seven of the 13 organization 13. That's why it's Organization 13. Ha. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The first uh, org member that you run into, his name is Axel. And he's got big, like, fiery red hair. And he's voiced by the guy that did Raiden in Metal Gear Solid 2. And nice. according,
3: according to this, he has cool flame wheels.
2: He has super <laughs> cool flame wheels that he spins around like a, like a cool, hipster, brooding majorette. Um, like a trust fund kid who's... Like who's, a trust uh, fund kid who's, Burning who's watched Man? too much Evangelion. <laughs> uh, so we go through the castle, and the whole gimmick is uh, they Sora and Donald Goofy start to lose their memories. So they start to lose, and not like important things, but details, right? So they're like, "Oh, what was that castle that we went through called?" Call of Bastion. They don't remember the name, and and you and then it starts to become more and more apparent. Everything is, nothing is subtle here. <laughs> Everything is very, like,
3: on the nose. Everything is at face value.
2: Yes, it's, it's, it's Shyamalan storytelling, you know. It's like,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. It's, you know.
2: uh, but it is what it is. So they're, they're starting to lose their memory. Well, while this is happening, Sora starts to remember this girl named Nomine. So she's this little blonde girl. She's about the same height as Kairi. He remembers this fourth girl who was friends with her, with them on the island. Um, she apparently, she, she uh, appeared one day and she hung out with them all the time and they were best friends and he's, I just, he's basically just forgot about it. And as they go through the castle, um, Naminé starts to be like this kind of like, oh yeah, I remember her, to like, I need to protect Naminé at all costs. And you see that there's a particular moment, again, nothing is subtle, there's a particular moment where it flips, where Sora forgets, completely forgets about Kyrie and and in effect has supplanted Naminé with kyrie in his mind hmm. so now he's looking for Naminé. Hmm. and Naminé's like visage um she just she keeps like appearing to him like in in like tele- telepathy i guess um so as we go through we see all the different worlds from kingdom hearts 1 sora fights a few of the other organization members larsene and vexen um they're like uh, ice and lightning themed Respectively They all also, have like a gimmick
1: Reindeer that didn't make it into Santa's reindeer pulling team <laughs> There
2: it is <laughs> Nice um, Also Riku he eventually runs into Riku Who's evil and attacks him like several times And is just kind of like a dick He's just like yeah you're weak <laughs>
3: That seems to be a recurring theme with Riku yeah. Is that he's just yeah, kind of a dick
2: He's kind of a dick Yeah. So we eventually get to uh, the top of the castle. We've gone through all the Kingdom Hearts one worlds, and the last world to go through is ba- Hollow Bastion. We go through Hollow Bastion, and and there, as the player, you're like, okay, well, that was Kingdom Hearts one. What next? Well, you 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 get the rest of the story. So this this one of the organization members, his name is Marluxia. Now he look he's very androgynous, as some of, as most of them are. He's got like long flowing pink hair. He's like a Sailor Moon character where like everything he does like just pops roses. <laughs> like roses just <laughs> appear. Nice. Like you know, like the mask the mask, whatever, from Sailor Moon reference. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh-huh. I, yeah, no we, we awesome. it. It just, yeah. We got it. It's just Yeah. We got a lot to get through.
2: Yeah, we're best <laughs> friends. Um, so Marluxia has has cap has kidnapped nominee. She has her captive at the top of the castle. So Sora, Sora Gong get her. It's literally what says in my notes.
0: So I remember I obviously I only played the second one, but at one point you visit like the graves of Organization Thirteen or some shit like that, like. Um, and I remember seeing that, be like, "Huh, oh, this is weird. Good thing I don't understand any of this." And I kept moving. Like, <laughs> I, I specifically remember being like, "Huh, that's a lot of that's a lot of graves." I think. Oh well.
2: Uh, okay, so we get to the top, and the last world is the only world, which is Castle Oblivion. So we we weren't we went through Castle Oblivion. The the big bad is Marluxia, so we have to uh, encounter, we have to confront Marluxia to save Nominee. We beat Marluxia. There's tons of roses that come out of him, and uh, oh, Marluxia does this weird thing where he just like just kills all of your cards. Like it sucks. It is just a sucky boss battle. Uh, we get to Nominee. Nominee explains that what happened was <laughs> Nominee has powers because she does. Uh, she can uh, fuck with memories. She can erase memories. What she was told to do by Organization 13 was to F with Sora's memories to trick him into, uh, into coming into the castle. Fortunately, he thwarted Marluxia's plans, so Nor- Naminé is going to set everything straight. She offers to restore his memories. So the last scene of, of Chain of Memories, it- Naminé leads Sora into this big old like pod. It looks like a j- giant metal pod, and uh, she says, you're going to be put to sleep for 1 year I'm going I will restore all of the memories that you have because at this point Sora has forgotten everything even his friends Donald and Goofy everything that's happened in Kingdom Hearts 1
3: and that's where the stupid title three and a half three hundred and sixty-five 365 over 2 days comes from I remember that yep yep from you got it something
2: yeah so what the reason so the way they're hand waving here is Because of this rewriting, Sora will in turn forget everything that happened in Castle Oblivion. So when he he wakes up at Kingdom Hearts 2, he does not know anything of Chain of Memories. This was Square's way of saying, yeah, you don't really have to play Chain of Memories. But but it all happened. But But it all happened and everybody else knows about it. So you're just as confused as Sora is. And Sora is constantly just confused. So there's a new game plus to Chain of Memories. You actually get to play as Riku for the first time. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. The thing that I forgot. Riku wasn't actually Riku. Riku was a fake clone mannequin created Uh, by Marluxia. That old song and dance.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That old chestnut. Jesus, God.
2: (laughs) Riku Riku's not such a bad guy. Riku was actually in Castle Oblivion the whole time. But he was fighting his own battle in the basement. So uh, mm, so is that a spoopy basement? No, it's it's still white. It's just different floors because it was the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have that much budget. <laughs> um, so after Sora is put to sleep to regain his memories, we start New Game Plus. That is with Riku's story. Riku's story as Riku's game is much harder and sucks and is way less better than Sora's. I didn't play it. I just watched videos. Here's the short answer: Riku ends up at the castle. He's approached by a man in red, in, uh, well, he's first approached by a man in black robes who reveals himself to be Ansem from Kingdom Hearts 1. <gasps> Gasp, I know. <laughs> Ansem is actually not there. Ansem is inside Riku because Ansem possessed Riku. Ansem is a part of Riku. Ansem is the darkness inside of Riku. Um, so Riku's basically uh, constantly trying to fight away Ansem, fight back the darkness. Um, Riku is later approached by another man named Diz. He introduces himself as Diz. D I Z. He's (laughs) dressed in complete red robes and has bandages over his face. Wait,
0: Andrew, who was it? Diz. Diz Nuts?
2: There it is. There we go. I
0: I saw that coming and I didn't stop it. I did nothing to stop it. Fuck yeah! I,
1: I can't even be Evil, mad.
3: evil was is really able good. to prevail when good, when good men do nothing, Todd. Yeah, there it was. Every,
2: every day we stray farther from the light. <laughs> um, so, there are. Oh, and you guys will remember that Riku met up with Mickey in the dark, in the dark world. Uh, so, Mickey tel- uh, telepathically communicates with Riku because he can. And he's like, don't worry, Riku. I'm going to help you. <laughs> and uh, they've got a mind meld situation going on. That's fun. Riku then basically goes through the same fucking thing that Sora did. He does all the world <laughs> cards. He goes through the different worlds. Uh, Riku also meets Naminé. Oh, actually, let me, let's step back. Riku fights the other organization members that are a part of this, that are kind of like watching from the, the, um, the background. So we've got Vexen, Lexaeus, and Zexion. And Riku is also fighting the Riku replica, who's, who's evil. And he's like, you're not Riku. I am I got the darkness. I've embraced the darkness. And Riku's like, I can embrace the darkness. I'm good. And Riku's like, no, you're not. You're bad. He's like, no. Oh, maybe I am bad. I'm going to embrace the darkness too. And you embrace the darkness as Riku, and you get new abilities, and it's sweet. And then you beat the game, and it's done. Riku meets Naminé, who then offers him the same deal as Sora, because Riku, she was also fucking with his memories as well, because the whole time he was like, <laughs> I got to save Naminé. I don't know who Naminé is, but I got to save her. So is like, I can restore your memories. And he says, no. And here's why he says no. Because Riku wants to fight the darkness. He's got to fight back Ansem. He's got to control that whatever is in his heart. So Mickey catches up with Riku, and they meet up with Diz. D-I-Z. Diz nuts. Uh, <laughs> Diz is now basically their boss. So they, they're like agents of Diz. Diz gives them these black cloaks. Hmm, that's weird. These black cloaks just look like just the ones that the organization uses. That's interesting. Well, he explains the reason they use the black cloaks is because the Heartless can't smell you. Hmm. They what? can't smell you because apparently the darkness. If you the wear this special color, you cannot you. be
0: smelled. That all is right.
2: correct. And and that's it. That's all the explanation. So we're good. So we've got we've got a Riku, We've got Riku and Mickey teaming up. They're going to buddy cop their way. Um, they are basi- They have basically been charged to protect Sora while he gets his memories restored.
3: So the heart- the Heartless are just like Predator? They just like, you, uh, you smear
2: mud on your face and you can't be seen by them? Like, I, I guess, yeah. Ugh. I mean, that's that's not a bad comparison. Ugh. So uh, Riku's got this new resolve. He's not running from the darkness. Ansem lives inside his heart and he's going to fight it off. Uh, the last boss is Ansem. I... Whatever. Yeah. And uh, and once you once you defeat Ansem for like the hundredth time, uh, Diz Diz offers Riku two paths. He says you can either go down the path of darkness and the path of light, or the path of light. And Riku says, "No, I choose the path of dawn." I do That's... not know what that means. What? Nice. No. I give you two
3: pa- two choices. No, I pick this third choice you didn't <laughs> give me.
2: Now we go to Kingdom Hearts two.
3: Okay. Before we go on to Kingdom Hearts Two, how many time, How many more times are we beating Ansem in this series? Is it all the time? It's a non-zero
2: <laughs> amount. <laughs> good. Oh God.
3: <laughs> Wait, this
0: is where we start getting to the things I actually know. So I'm good with so this. Did, so
2: did you? Any of you play Kingdom Hearts Two? You mm-hmm. played. Todd, Kingdom Hearts Todd did. Todd, Todd did. Todd. Todd. Did. Do you remember anything
3: about it? I think I watched like the back half of the cutscenes from Kingdom Hearts Two.
2: Did you want to claw out your eyes?
3: <laughs> a little.
2: <laughs> so here's the thing. I play Kingdom Hearts 2. I don't. I didn't remember a, a fucking iota of it. Like, I just watched all the videos a couple days ago, and I was like, I, I, never, I never saw this. Like, I don't remember this at all.
0: I just remember one of your, like, super keyblade abilities was you, like, skated around and could shoot blaster rays out of your keyblade, and it was so cool.
2: That was pretty cool. Um, I don't remember that, but... <laughs> that's cool i'm down so
0: call yourself a fan yeah right
2: well, oh man
3: I'm, i said you we for talking about to correct lore not gameplay Anderson on something in, in kingdom i'm gonna hearts give you two. a no actually
2: <laughs> all right so kingdom hearts 2 open scene exterior we start as not sora but You're a boy named roxas that's right who the fuck is roxas todd who the fuck is roxas
0: I mean, do you want me to say who Roxas is? Because I know who Roxas is. Do you wanna, why don't you tell me
2: who Roxas is?
0: Yeah, so Roxas is the, the, the heartless or nobody or whatever terminology you use of Sora. Because that's how they all get their name. They all have all, like, the, the org people and even our made-up bullshit names at the beginning. It's your name jumbled around and then an X just wedged into it lazily. That's uh. right, Todd. That's
2: exactly right. <laughs>
0: I hate this. So game. Roxas. I hate this game.
2: <laughs> Roxas, Roxas is a nobody. Now we don't. Now, now here's the, here's where having played Chain of Memories would have helped. Once again, this particular part.
3: What was the cocaine budget for the development <laughs> of these games?
2: My answer to you is yes. Let's <laughs> um, a non-zero amount. <laughs> so, so I think what Square did a better job as. They added in more cutscenes in the final mixes. Um, when those they added more cutscenes in the final mixes to make this a little easier to comprehend because when Kingdom Hearts released and you you basically like they Metal Gear 2 would it, right? Like you play, or I guess they reverse Metal Gear to it. You play the first three hours of this person you've never met before, you don't know his name, and you're like, who the fuck is this? And who the fuck are these people and where is Sora? And nobody yeah. knows, right? It's very, it's very jarring. It's very confusing. And as soon as I play this, I'm like, well, clearly I'm missing something. And and come to find out, nope, this is just super weird. So the final mixes do a better job of kind of easing this in. So the the new cutscenes that you see is that once Sora drives his Keyblade into his heart, Roxas is created. And and the whole crux of Kingdom Hearts Two is to introduce the idea of the Nobodies. So in Kingdom Hearts One, we've got the Heartless. Heartlesses are created from the darkness in people's hearts. Nobodies are created when somebody's heart, when a person's heart leaves their body. So you could in effect have a human form, a nobody form and a heartless. And that is what happened to Sora. So Sora had a heartless turned into a heartless. And when he turned into a heartless, the rest of his body was created, or his nobody was created and this is not well, a thing that happens with all the nobodies, but this is an Organization 13 thing. When, uh, when the, the now Roxas came into being, he just kind of like woke up in a field, and a man in a black cloak came to him, and this is how they show what Todd explained. They do this thing where he spins around a bunch of letters in air, and he starts with Sora, and then it's like Sora, and it adds an X, and then jumbles it together like an anagram, and you get Roxas, right? So Roxas is an anagram of Sora with an X. So all of the all of the members of organization 13 all have X's in their names and they all have they all have a an actual person which we meet later in the series but they don't have that X in their name. So like Axel who we met his his real person's version name is Lee but it's L.E.A. because they fucking made all the all the X names first and then they had to retcon. Yep. it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So like what the hell name is Marluxia like that doesn't that's not a name. So it's not like Dan and John and Jim. It's like Lee and Isis. <laughs>
3: and it's, like, it's already like these not these not English no, not any nationality names.
2: It's it's fucking banana sandwiches. It's Calvin Ball. <laughs> we're 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 we've already started playing Calvin Ball and we're we're gonna get seven innings into Calvin Ball. So so that's kind of the background with Roxas, and, and this is admittedly very jarring. But well, we start as Roxas. He's a boy in in this new town called Twilight Town. And uh, while we start with Roxas, we keep cutting back to Kyrie, who's a couple years older. She's living on the she's back on the islands, and she's going to school with other people, so that we know there are other people on the island, and it is not just three children on a deserted islands <laughs> finding for themselves. So that's important. Um, she uh, she doesn't remember Sora. So, so there's a conversation like, "Oh, remember that other boy who used to live here?" She's like. Yeah, what was his name? So she doesn't remember Sora. And at this point, Sora's memories are still being restored. So not only does Sora not remember anything, nobody remembers Sora. We don't really know why, but it doesn't matter.
1: Okay, I, I'm glad that you clarified because I was just about to ask why. Because <laughs> nope. why? Why?
3: Matt, I'm gonna save you a lot of a lot of heartache and just—it's probably best to assume every time you wanna say you wanna ask why, the answer is anime bullshit. Or there is no answer.
1: I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: so Roxas is uh, having dreams about Sora, and he's inexplicably telecommunicating with Kyrie, and Kyrie thinks he's Sora through their dreams or whatever. Um, th- this is basically your tutorial. This is your three-hour tutorial. Uh, being playing Roxas in Twilight Town, you do a bunch of odd jobs, you collect money, you hit volleyballs with blades or with, with wooden swords. It's weird. Um, you do
1: something for three hours and you call it a tutorial. Yeah. That is a motherfucking game.
2: Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I mean it. It's what would today be? It would be a demo or a prologue, honestly. Oh. Like it, it would have been released as a separate game. It is. It is that. It is. 10 years ago version of the birth by sleep back fragmentary passage. Like it would been, it would have been released as a $20 DLC probably. Oh, which is, which is gross in its own right. But you know what? It is what it is. So, uh, you go through twilight town. Um, the whole, it's a very flimsy story, but like you have these other Roxas has these other three meaningless friends and they want to go to the beach for summer vacation and you're getting money and all this weird shit happens. Um, time will stop and you get you start getting attacked by these goopy gray monsters and they're kind of like they look like the putty patrol but they're much more goopy and they're like <laughs> and uh, they're no bodies because they have no body
0: ah get it ugh. get it good. it is what do we it, call what do
3: we call these things that don't have bodies
2: <laughs> but they but but what's weird they do have bodies they don't have hearts but they're no bodies i don't know so, we're also reintroduced to Axel. So, Axel appears. Remember Axel, guys? And his no, sweet firewheels. And his don't sweet firewheels. Oh, okay. Yeah, you do. That he's helps. the guy with the firewheels. Sure, he's, okay. Yeah, you know, Ryan from Metal Gear Solid 2. You All remember right. him, Matt. Yeah. So, so Axel keeps approaching him. He's like, Yeah, we're best friends. And Rox is like, I don't know who you are stranger? <laughs> Person stranger who's. Danger, danger! Oh, yeah, j- grown man who's much older than me. Uh-huh. Um,. Who is wearing a
3: black cloak? Does, does Kingdom Hearts 2 have an inexplicable mature rating
2: that we're not, <laughs> we're not aware of yet? Um, the, other, the other weird... This, this opening is very weird. And, and again, I can't say enough. It's very jarring. So we keep cutting to these other two figures, this, this, this person in the black cloak and Diz, the person in the red cloak from Chain of Memories. But you wouldn't know who is Diz if you didn't play Chain of Memories. Um, they keep talking about his restoration is almost complete. And there's a computer voice that's saying restoration sixty eight percent, and we and we keep cutting to this, and and what we what's happening is that they're restoring Sora's memories. Uh, that's what we can what we assume if we have the context. But again, if you don't have him play Chain of Memories, you don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, so we continue through his Roxas, more dreams. Uh, he he starts talking to Nominee again, Nominee from Chain of Memories. You remember Nominee? So I
3: wanna I wanna clarify. To find out who Diz is in Chain of Memories, you have to play through it twice. Yes. You don't meet Diz in the first playthrough, you meet him in the second.
1: And if you haven't (laughs) played Chain of Memories at all, you are experiencing an entire character in two that you've never
0: met.
2: That's correct, Matt. Yeah,
0: can, can, can confirm. Um, this was all very new and jarring. And my junior high brain was like, all right.
2: Yeah.
3: So, when, when, do I get to, when do I get to punch Hades again?
2: Yeah. Then 16-year-old me was like, I don't care. I don't care. I just want to make out with girls. I don't care. Because that, that was my 16-year-old brain.
3: that's fair we we got that yes
2: cool anyway um so he so roxas uh is telecommunicating with Namine, who gives a 30 second brief uh brief explanation on what happened in chain of memories um and then says that roxel roxas excuse me is crucial to putting sora back together you said roxel
1: accidentally (laughs) and i 100 percent assumed it was a different character i was like of course there's roxas and roxel
3: See, and my my mind jumped to Andrew let something slip, and Axel and Roxas merge
2: (laughs) later
3: (laughs) to become Roxas. They they
2: did a fusion dance, and they became (laughs) Roxas. Because I
3: wouldn't be surprised at this point.
2: So uh, we this whole tutorial uh, culminates in Roxas hearing a voice of Namine saying "Go to the mansion," and time stops, and you fight Axel again. Or no, you don't fight Axel yet. Uh, He appears, but you run from Axel. And you go to this mansion at the center of Twilight Town. And you, you uncover the secret hidden basement. You go downstairs and you find this gigantic computer. And Roxas at this point is so mad about hearing Sora. He just wants to live his life. He just wants to be a normal kid. He bashes the heck out of this computer. Oh, he has a Keyblade? Did I say he has a Keyblade? He has a Keyblade at this point? No, but he does. It just
0: happens. It just
2: happens. That's the only way you can fight the nobodies. It's fine. I assume everyone has a keyblade at this point. Uh only Roxas and Sora at this point. And oh, yeah. Donald
0: point. Donald runs around with like a magic wand and Goofy carries a shield.
2: Yes, Donald is your is your magician. He does the thunder spells and Goofy uh hits people with a shield. Naturally. Yeah. So, uh, Roxas bashes the computer and he, he he finally uh he finds in a hidden room, he finds Donald, Goofy and Sora all in their sleep pods and he accepts his fate. He merges with Sora and becomes one with Sora. Sora finally awakes and regains his memories. Title screen.
3: Roxas just ceases to be.
2: Yep. So you
1: play three hours of game with a character (laughs) you have never met, only to have his story explanation be, and then he sacrificed himself.
2: Yep. Yep. And then the title screen comes.
1: I, oh my God! Why, why, <laughs> why, why do people pay for? Why do people do this? I don't understand.
0: Is this fun? Is this what you like?
1: I <laughs>
2: mean, can can can
0: can confirm Kingdom Hearts 2 was a lot of fun. It's a you, it's you a fucking baller. Matt. It's fucking you, baller.
2: It's so much fun. You Ruined Matt.
3: I you know what? I hate
2: this. You know what's this. better? Hey Matt, you know it's better than playing Kingdom Hearts. Better anything? It, Literally no, anything. Play, <laughs> playing Kingdom Hearts on mute. <laughs> I I no. when did you play kingdom hearts on mute andrew um when my wife is in the, in the room because yeah. she will leave me <laughs> 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 if, if i play kingdom hearts anymore
0: okay so 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 let's get let's get back on this so <clears throat> sora and and roxas are m- title screen
2: we've got sora sora emerges from his pod uh sora is given a letter from king mickey king mickey is a king of his castle it's fine Um, He, Donald, and Goofy then set off with their instructions to visit Yen Sid, who is the sorcerer from Fantasia. Uh, Fun fact Disney backwards. Disney backwards, that's right.
0: Oh, shoot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yen Sid tells them about their new enemy, the Nobodies. That is the Goopy Putty Patrol. Um, The Nobodies don't have hearts and want to take hearts so that they can be people, unlike the Heartless who want to devour hearts for power.
3: Um important question. When we meet Yen Sid, does Sorcerer's Apprentice play? Is that the music for that encounter?
2: No. However, Ugh. Fantasia is actually a level in Dream Drop Distance and it's awesome. Okay. So I'm we're, still in. Yeah, <laughs> keep, stay with me. <laughs> um also the fairies from Sleeping Beauty, the white, the red, blue and green fairies from Sleeping Beauty inadvertently resurrect Maleficent, so she exists now. And fucking Pete from Goof Troop, yeah, he is. Fucking Pete from Goof Troop is in the front of Yen Sid's place for no reason, yelling about Heartless. And fucking Pete from Goof Troop, yeah, what a what a like deep cut big (laughs) man is the main villain of Kingdom Hearts (laughs) Two. That's when
3: you first started Kingdom Hearts One and said a a a cloaked figure appeared. I thought that's who that was gonna be. Because I know be. I've seen I've seen the image of Pete from Goof Troop <laughs> in the cloak in Kingdom Hearts. And yep.
2: good. So yeah, it, it's a thing. Um so just like Kingdom Hearts 1, King, we get our we get our new quests. We have to go to different worlds. So I mentioned before we go to we go to a few of the same worlds. Uh Little Mermaid World is now like a rhythm game. It's like a guitar hero game. Um, because that was really popular at the time. And then we go to Tron World, which is super fucking tight. Yeah. Um, we go to Mulan World, which is really fun. Um, Jack Sparrow uh, Pirates of the Caribbean World, which is pretty cool. And they the animation is really interesting. Like if just just go if you have no idea what the series is, go and watch like two minutes of the way that they did they animated Jack Sparrow in Kingdom Hearts Two. It's really interesting. So through through all of that, you go and and lock more worlds. Yada yada yada. Um, your, your new home base is actually Hollow Bastion from Kingdom Hearts 1. So the Final Fantasy characters have gone k- taken in, they're going to reclaim their home, they're renaming it Radiant Garden. Um, we find out it was actually the original name of Hollow Bastion, um, but uh, lead, led by Leon or Squall from Final Fantasy VIII. So that's kind of like your home base. Um, you en- they also encounter more members of Organization 13. so you'll remember we've met six so far, um, or seven, sorry, including Axel. Uh, I guess eight if you count Roxas. So we meet Zigbar, Sayx, and Luxord. Those are the no. three. In, <laughs> those uh, are
3: not names of characters. Those are the names of the characters. <laughs> those, are,
1: those aren't names of characters. They're casinos outside of Vegas. <laughs> uh,
3: I'm like, I'm like sliding closer to the mat end of the spectrum of uh, this. So, so I'm, I'm ping like ponging I said, <laughs> back and forth, but but yep. that that was a me, hard
2: push. Me too, bud. Me too. Um. So organization again, like the organization thirteen again is that's the big bad of this game. They're actually the villain. Pete is just a red herring. Uh, organization thirteen uh, are nobodies. They are um they are controlling the goopy nobodies. Um. The organization thirteen is being led by a man named Zemnis. I will say that again, Zemnis. If you do the anagram. Huh, that,
0: that, that sounds a lot like Ansem jumbled around Ugh. with a shoddy X thrown into it.
2: Good job, Todd. That's the reveal in three hours. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so Sora Sora hears that Riku is still alive out there somewhere. Um, Kyrie is also pulled into things by Axel. Axel went AWOL from the organization and just appeared on the <laughs> island and pulled Kyrie into everything because he did. Um, Maleficent also is reforming her army of Heartless to attack and rec- reclaim Hollow Bastion as her castle. Um, so we continue through the story. Axel betrays the organization and helps Sora uh, because he want- because Roxas is part of Sora, and Roxas and Axel are best buds. Um, we learn that the organization wants to use Sora to basically gather up a bunch of hearts to form a new Kingdom Hearts. They believe that forming the new Kingdom Hearts will get their hearts back, and let them turn into people. Meanwhile, Riku is constantly being haunted by Ansem from Kingdom Hearts 1. At this point, um, is this what happens at this point? Yeah, so <laughs> Sora and company make it to the last world, which is the world that never was. This is the world of the, of the nobodies. Um, he is finally reunited with Kairi and Riku. But Riku doesn't look like Riku. He looks like Ansem from Kingdom Hearts 1. Because at this point, Riku has basically been overtaken by Ansem, but he's in control. He uses Phil Lamar's voice, but he sounds like Riku. Whatever. Everyone just accepts it, and it's fine. Um, Also, we learn that Ansem from Kingdom Hearts 1 is actually the Heartless of Xehanort, who was the apprentice of Ansem the Wise. I'm going to say that one more time. Ansem from (laughs) Kingdom Hearts 1 is not Ansem. Ansem is actually the Heartless of Xehanort who was the apprentice of Ansem the Wise. So wait, what's all the that?
1: difference between Ansem the Wise and Ansem from Kingdom Hearts One? Like, uh, y-
2: uh, yeah, right. Why does this matter? Like, we'll get there.
1: Wait, really? Like, we don't know that <laughs> <But> now.
2: No. <laughs> what so, the fuck? so we also learned that uh, this is a, that's in the movie, Matt. God
3: we also learned that.
2: We also learned that Naminé is the nobody of Kyrie, Of course. Which, which is why she and Sora slash Roxas had the connection that they did. So when Sora uh, sepuku himself, he actually created Naminé and Roxas at the same time because, say it with me, Kyrie's heart was in him the whole time. You guys oh, didn't say it. Oh, I was going to say, say the say power
0: it. of friendship.
1: Yeah, I thought power of friendship. Ah, yeah, I thought you guys were I thought you guys
2: heart were with of, me here. Heart of the cards.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, so the gang is united. Riku looks like a tall old man, and it's, and no one questions it. Um, so we learn that. So Diz pops up. Diz, remember Diz, the guy in the red. He undoes his bandages and and he reveals himself to be Ansem the Wise. Oh, oh shit! shit. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's Ansem. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is answering. So
3: there's like three Ansoms running around right now, right? Two. Two. Of, okay. Two of them.
0: It's, it's like the Jackie Chan movie, One.
3: Yes. That's, yep. I got That's another. a really deep cut that I don't get. Yep. There's multiple
0: good. dimensions. That's a good And they have to find each other. And, well, if, you're, if your counterpart in another dimension dies, the remaining counterparts become Todd,
3: stronger. Todd, too much. Too much of different
0: different podcasts. Too different much, podcasts. spoiler too alert. far
3: of a sidetrack. S- spoiler alert! That's half of the
2: plot of Dream Drop Distance. <laughs> oh <God>. boy! <laughs> so, um, Diz reveals himself, as, reveals himself as Ansem the Wise. Um, we uh, Ansem the Wise. We'll just call him ATW. ATW uh, sent tells everyone that he actually sent Riku to find Roxas. So he knows Riku is actually Ansem. Um, Riku and Roxas fought and Riku was forced to release the darkness and, and has become what I like to call Ransom. Get it? Right? I don't
1: like that you call
0: it. I, um, I want you to move past that.
2: So Ansem the Wise is also best friends with Mickey because, you know, he's a cool dude. So, so I think right. I'm understanding this. Really? R- Let me hear it. By playing, by playing
3: like 60 plus hours of this game, you get stockhold Syndrome and <laughs> have to see the end of it. Because yep. this is cuckoo pants bananas. Yeah. Like, so
0: it's it's a lot it's not <laughs> unlike watching Lost in that oh, once you've gotten you. past the second season, you're like, shit, I'm stuck. Yep. God damn it. Yep. You're you to so find out what the black you've smoke committed is.
2: you've committed this much time, and you all my friends have committed this much time. And I know, I know you wanna know what happens next. So let's continue. Anson the wise is, uh, explains his plan to Code Kingdom Hearts into data. He's going to code Kingdom Hearts into data using a giant laser because reasons. Um, because lasers. Yeah, and it doesn't work because it's a giant laser encoding into data. And that's, nev- that's not what lasers do. Everybody knows <laughs> lasers don't know yep. HTML. <laughs> yep. I mean, Mickey Mouse knows HTML, and he knows that it doesn't work. Um, so it doesn't work and explodes into magic dust. And, but it also destroys the New Kingdom Hearts, so that's cool. <clears throat> and Anson the Wise, it also destroys Anson the Wise, and he knowingly sacrifices himself. It also uh, heals Riku's face, so Riku turns back to his normal self. Oh, he's got, he's got longer hair, and he's a little older. So. To show that time has passed. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And we get our real, actual big bad, who is Zemnis. Zemnis appears in a black cloak, and he's got long, white, flowing hair, and he is beautiful. And he reveals his plan to create a new world, complete with only nobodies, and darkness, and evil, and sadness, and ha ha ha. This is always the plan
3: of big bads in,
2: in these things.
3: Like, yeah. I'm gonna remake it, so it's terrible, but I'm in charge. Yeah. That sounds awful. Yeah, like <laughs> I, just like being anything else sounds better than being in charge of this nightmare. World. Yeah,
2: like who wants to run the apocalypse? I don't get that. Anyway. Resume. <laughs> <Anyway>. Yeah, go, <laughs> go on. Uh, so the gang goes to confront Zemnis. Obviously, he is defeated. Obviously, he escapes. Um, before they go and chase him, well, we get this one final scene with a ghost Roxas and a ghost Nominee rejoining with real Sora and real Kairi. Everyone is whole again. Everyone is happy. Everyone is friends and ready to for the final fight because, say it with me, the power, power of, of friendship. friendship. Um, so Sora... Santa Hort
0: was handsome the whole time. Wait... Oh, okay. Other Sorry. way around.
2: Other way around. Oh, my bad. You almost got it. You're close. You're I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed.
0: We're, I miss We're going to have to start over. <laughs> I, I think I missed it. <laughs>
2: good, good, good. Um, so, Sor and Rico go alone to fight Xemnas a, a third time, but now he's wearing, like, a cool zebra, white and black coat. He kind of looks like um, the dude from um, The Watchmen. It's fun. And they omni-slash him to death, and, uh, and they're cool. And then they travel together through the world of darkness. Um, they're marooned on a beach in the world of darkness and they sit down and they find a message in a bottle,
3: <gasps> the message from the very beginning, the message from yeah. the very beginning,
1: what message, I also from like how you beginning. just hand wave over
3: Omni slash, like, like we're all expected to know <laughs> what that is, yeah. but go on. Cause Obviously. we all do. Yeah. It's a big, Except it's a Matt. big
2: slash attack. Except for Maddox, isn't well? Heathen. Isn't
1: that a move in Super Smash Brothers now?
3: It
0: is a move in Super Smash Brothers. There you go. Brothers because now. it's know from it Final
2: is. Fantasy VII. You fucking clod. Okay, which
0: <laughs> game most recently did it, Andrew? I agree with Todd.
2: It doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> it Doesn't I, matter. I know the okay. Omni Slash from One Thing and One Thing Only in that Super Smash Brothers
3: Ultimate.
2: Great, it's from Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. It, anyway, thanks. that that first that very this, first scene this in is Kingdom... the thing
3: that's gonna tear the podcast apart. <laughs> I'm <laughs> done.
2: This is my last episode. <laughs> Um, The the very first scene with Kairi when she was like, who's Sora? She places a message in a bottle. I don't know why. We don't know what it says. But now we it's the big reveal. This message in a bottle just washes up on the shore in the dark realm because friendship. It says, yada, 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 Sora, Riku, yada, 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 love, Kairi. And a big old square appears. And it's a square of light. It's a doorway back to the light world. They walk through it even though it's in the middle of the ocean. And they appear, boom! They appear in Destiny Islands. Everyone is happy. The quest is over.
3: If you would have said a square of light appears <laughs> and it's Square Enix, I would ah. have bought it as a big meta joke and been and like been just as fine as what it actually was. Yeah. But <laughs> go on.
2: No, and my my last point, and This is the end of Kingdom Hearts Two. My my last point is here. As as it was about 1.30 in the morning, and I was watching cutscenes of Kingdom Hearts Two. The very last video is like a fully rendered CGI movie of like these very detailed anime fuck boys like high-fiving with fucking Donald Duck and it's so funny. <laughs> it's just so weird and funny and it, it never it never gets comfortable. Cause... All
3: all these cutscenes need to be put in the show notes that we put up. <laughs> like Bear. put in the description of the show for for Our listeners, I'll,
2: I'll put in a work cited for sure. There we go. Um, cool. So that's Kingdom Hearts 2. How are we feeling?
3: I see. It. I'm I'm
2: I scrolled ahead and I
3: saw Lem- Leonard Nimoy, so I'm back on board.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm
3: good. <laughs> I'm buckled in.
2: Okay, I want to say this very quickly the next game we talk about is probably my favorite. Birth by Sleep is actually very good. It is and a good story. Uh, this was the one on PSP. Okay, it's re, it's remastered. You can get it today in the one point. It's in the, the one point, or it's in the two point five mix compilation. Okay, which is being sold as one point five plus two point five. Yeah, great. Um, it's actually really good. I I like it a lot. I like the characters. I like the story. I think like as a game itself as a self contained story, it is very good.
3: Good. Okay. Okay, I'm on board. So Leonard Nimoy, <laughs> let's go. Birth by Sleep. Let's do Ooh. it. Todd. <coughs> Ooh, my throat. Do you have a oh, third beer to crack? I, no. No, I don't.
0: <laughs> two, two,
2: two, beers and,
0: two beers and some nighttime cold medicine is where I tap out. Cool.
2: Um, well, that, that'll, that'll be groovy. All right. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Um, so Birth by Sleep is, in effect, the prequel to Kingdom Hearts. So we, the, our timeline stops at Kingdom Hearts 2. The gang is reunited on the island. We're going to rewind the clock back 10 years before the first Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the look of just dead pain in Todd's eyes.
2: <laughs> All right, fresh out of beer and, and nowhere to go. Uh-uh. Um, we've got the, the main character series. This is a completely new cast of characters. We've got Terra, Aqua, and Ventus. Those are I hate three. it already. <laughs> um, none, of name, so none of them have X's in their names, so we know that's a thing. None like of them have X's in their names.
1: Is this an earth, water, fire situation?
2: Earth, air, water. Terra, Terra aqua, it, and who? Ventus?
1: Ventus. Ventus is the one, and like unless a, you're talking about like an air conditioning vent. I didn't get the air reference. I'm sorry. They it's,
2: are. It's, they, vent. They, they are. It's,
1: it's Vent. Are you yeah. serious? Are you <laughs> fucking serious? <laughs> so
2: kingdom hearts birth by sleep is his prequel Christ. we've got three main characters tara also dresses in brownish oranges hues. aqua dresses in blue and light blue and ventus dresses in kind of green silvery because again nothing in this series is subtle why are you guys my friends i i'm i'm Please we didn't know going. this
3: we didn't know this side of you until um, now. It's yeah, it's too late.
2: Yeah. Um no, I okay, look, I like this game. I think it is a very good game. So let's let kind of <laughs> let's step past this for a second. Now, you get three main protagonists. You should see some obviously obvious parallels to our other three main protagonists. Terra connects to Riku, Ventus connects to Sora, Aqua connects to Kyrie. That's made important later. Um, but there are obvious parallels in their personalities and how they approach situations. Um, so we start, uh, we're introduced to another new character, Master Xehanort. Now that's a familiar name. Remember, you he heard Xehanort before. Mm-hmm. So we as the audience know that Xehanort's a bad character. The the people in the room do not know that he's a bad character. So this, there's a lot of parallels to the prequels of Star Wars where everyone's like, Emperor Palpatine's a great guy, hooray! <laughs> And in the meanwhile, he's like, mm, yes, yes. Except for, like, again, nothing in this game is subtle. So if you Google right now Master Xehanort, there is no way you can't tell me that he is fucking evil as shit.
0: Yeah, I saw that picture. He's very evil. Yeah,
2: he's old. He's hunched over. He's got, like, all black. He's got, like, an evil fucking goatee. And he's always actually, actually rubbing his hands. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. He looks awful. <laughs> Yeah, so like everyone's like, "Oh, Master Xanor, have you come to grace us with your presence?" He's like, "Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally not evil." <laughs> like, and 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 I have to say, Leonard Nimoy, RIP, does an excellent, excellent voice acting job for Master Xanor. It's so good. Leonard Nimoy
3: made a career out of like playing the same evil like. Like, not evil, but everyone knows he's evil character for like the last 10 years of his life, and yeah. it's great. Yeah. And well,
2: and, and get this if you don't need more, if you want more sci fi parallels, so you've got the two warring, I guess the two like main Keyblade masters in this world. You've got Master Xehanort and Master Erechus. Erechus is the teacher of Aqua, Terra, and Ventus. Erechus looks like just like a generic samurai, is voiced by our camel.
1: Oh, that's Hello. cool. Um, yeah, it's, yeah.
2: See, now you're back in. Um, back on board. Back on board. So, you've got Ericus and Zayanort were like the two original Keyblade Masters. They grew up together. They were, they trained together. They are light and dark. Ericus is, Erakis is, a, this is where we get into like all of the Jedi lore. Ericus is basically your like Yoda Jedi where he believes uh, the world must be pure light. Nothing, you know, it, 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 we all have to be Jedi whereas Zaynor is more of like we I want balance which is where which is what Palpatine was in the prequels right we need a balance between light and dark of course Zaynor obviously doesn't mean that he gets tempted by the dark yada 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 this is a kids game it's an era, it's a parallel to Star Wars you yeah. have your
3: villain okay one more pause cuz this is and this will be my last one for a while i i hope they pulled this this caliber of voice talent for a PSP game? Yes. Like a game people yeah. are gonna play yes. That's pretty like crazy. Muted
2: ninety percent of the time. Right. That that is how crazy how much well A, how much money goes into these games, but how seri- how how seriously they take these portable games. And and I think part of that is a Japan a Japan thing because portables are just a bigger deal in Japan. Yeah. They they aren't a throwaway here like they are here. They aren't a throwaway there like they are here. Fair. So that that's part of it.
1: And it's just like, I mean, it's incredible. I think that because it's such a meme, people think that Kingdom Hearts isn't a A game, but like, yeah. fuck, man, the budget for these is unbelievable. Yeah. Yep.
2: And, and so I mentioned Sora, the original voice of Sora was Haley Joel Osmond, right? So Birth by Sleep came out, came out after eight years after Kingdom Hearts. Haley Joel Osment actually comes back, but he doesn't do the voice of Sora. He does a different voice in this game. And again, it is very good and it makes sense in the lore. Um, so I'm going to tell you the, the preface to the story that's revealed halfway through because it'll make more sense. So obviously Master Xehanort is super, super fucking evil. He's got an evil plot. Now I won't reveal his plot yet, but what happens is Leonard Nimoy, Master Xehanort creates a boy. He just makes a boy. I don't know how he does it. He just does it and it's fine. He makes a boy to become a vessel, the vessel of darkness.
3: It's not a story the Jedi would tell you Andrew.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> no. He becomes a vessel for the Keyblade, but not Keyblade. I hate this. It's not Keyblade, but E-Blade, as in the Greek letter <laughs> spelled C H I hyphen, Blade. <laughs> oh, God. I hate that. It super, super sucks. And the game, like, knows it. And it just, like, is just, like, pulling its dick out and taunting you the whole time. Every time it says, fucking keyblade you see the like the subtitles in the game like it it uh, it underlines and italicizes C H I. just call it Kai Blade. just call it Chi blade you don't have to call it keyblade you motherfuckers <laughs> oh god i love it when you
1: occasionally hit your breaking points in your own passions
3: <laughs> so, so this this reminds me of Oh, see, the time, it doesn't quite work out. I was going to say, it reminds me a lot of the naming conventions in the Da Vinci Code, where there's a whole character whose name is a pun on a Greek letter, too. But that's, like, too many years difference for it to quite work. But I digress. For
2: for all intents and purposes, I'm going to call it the X-Blade. Sure. So so Leonard Nimoy wants to create the X-Blade. He creates a boy that will eventually become the vessel. That boy is Ventus.
3: Oh yeah. See that doesn't work either because X-Blade is the, the bad guy team from from the D the DCOM Brink. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes! I fucking uh-huh. holy shit, team, I thought the team, same thing, team, Kyle! X-Blades. God, Kyle, you're my best friend. Oh man. <laughs> so uh-huh. This is the oh second time this week I've gotten to talk about the d original movie Brink, which is my favorite d <laughs> original movie, and I'm
4: so glad. <laughs>
3: Oh shit. Um weird weirdly enough, Matt, this is also the second time this week <laughs> I've brought up the Dcom brink. The um, the fact
0: that you abbreviate Disney Channel Original Movie to Dcom is blowing my mind right now. <laughs> that's not the first time you've done that either.
1: Well, and that's that's not an us thing. That's like that's, that's a
0: thing That's man. a Disney Channel
3: thing. Yeah. Um no.
0: So if you so you could say things like, oh, that's like the decom Luck of the Irish. See, yes. Or oh, that's my like the decom.
3: My second favorite decom by the way. That's like yeah. decom Johnny Tsunami.
0: No, yes. see, see,
1: my I, second I, my, my second favorite decom is Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, and we don't need to talk about decoms anymore, but I needed to put that on record.
2: We'll do another episode <laughs> on decoms.: Um okay, so, decom Where where was I? Uh, okay, so Leonard Nimoy creates a boy, that boy is Ventus. Um, he wants Ventus to do the evil. Ventus can't do the evil, so he extracts the darkness from Ventus's heart to create a new vessel that he names, wait for it, Venitas. Good. Uh, Venitas is, is also voiced by Haley Joel Osment, and it makes sense because Haley Joel Osment's voice is much deeper, and Venitas is evil, and evil people have deeper voices in this world, so it makes sense. Um, and twirly mustaches, usually. <laughs> usually. Or, or, are they, or they rub their hands together and say, yes. <laughs> uh, so now, Spock's new plan is to have Ventus and Venita's fight to create the X-Blade. Light versus darkness. Good versus evil. Plot versus plot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ventus is dropped off to be with Master Ericus, and that's where we meet Aqua and Terra. And that's actually where the game starts. Um, you get the rest of that in flashbacks, but it's it's too it's too titrated too tri- titrated. Excuse me. So we got Aqua Terra and Ventus. They're best friends. They hang out all the time. They love each other. Uh, they're gonna be together forever, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, Aqua and Terra are studying to be Keyblade masters. So the first kind of mission or the first like part of the game is the day of their Mark of Mastery exam. That is the official test to become a Keyblade Master. And this is where we're introduced to Xehanort for the first time. He comes in all hunched over, like, <laughs> and they're like, great, Master Xehanort is here. He is a, a great and noble master who will totally not take over the world. He's like, I definitely won't. <laughs> and uh, he, he notices the darkness in Terra's heart, and you see a point where he like waves his hand and creates a bunch of darkness evil balls to attack Terra, and they fight. And some darkness evil comes out of Terra, and what happens is Master Ericus decides that Terra cannot control the darkness, and he appoints only one of them as a keyblade keyblade master. That is Aqua. So Aqua becomes a Keyblade Master.
3: So this is all just the Star Wars prequels yeah. rehashed into Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. We cannot grant you the rank of master like yeah. Yeah. he gets all needs gonna... I sense
2: fear within you. Yep. Yeah, exactly okay. Right there's okay, a lot of parallels and this is before disney bought star wars too. Uh,
3: you're right
1: this is this is <laughs> when disney only really wanted to buy star wars
2: <laughs> right because they had they owned star wars they just would have made star wars um yeah so at this point and mechanically in the game you actually you get to play through the three different campaigns so the game is split up between ventus's campaign aqua's campaign and terra's campaign it's really cool they do it um They all do different things. They go to the same worlds, but they see different parts of the worlds, and they meet different characters. Um, They have different quests, and they all interact at, like, different points. So, they all, there's, like, one kind of flowing story, but it's like watching Crash, but if if only you watched it from, like, different people's perspective. It's a pretty interesting, I like that storytelling approach. Um, It obviously pads a game out, a very short game into a very long game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, win-win um That's that's better than fetch
3: quests that take you halfway across the map and back. So Ooh, I'll
2: true. Ouch! Yeah. Ouch! Dagger to Todd's heart. So okay, <laughs> that was two weeks ago. It's fine. <laughs> all right. So again, well, this is a pretty common thing with Kingdom Hearts. They have that episodic thing where you go through the different worlds. Each world is its own kind of contained story. We don't need to go through the world story. You play through. These are all different worlds. You go through like Sleeping Beauty. Uh, you go through um, Cinderella. Um, Lilo and Stitch, which is kind of interesting. Um, you go through, you actually go to like Disney Town, which sucks because you only hear the Mickey Mouse Club song for three hours in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, oh, that's nice. That's when you play it Muted Foe Show. Um, you go, you go back to Peter Pan World, and um, there's a couple other ones. There. Oh, you go back to Hercules World. So there's a couple, I guess there's a couple. Um, anyway, so long, long and short of it, the different campaigns go like this. Tara's campaign is all about. Him being tricked into breaking bad. So, Xehanort is kind of controlling him from the shadows, turning him against his friends. Um, he's kind of tricking him. You know, Terra's got a little bit of envy that he wasn't made a master and he he thinks he has to like prove himself. So, Xehanort takes advantage of that. Um, Ventus is chasing after Terra because Ventus has kind of got this like little brother complex. Um, so, Vanitas has appeared in Ventus's room or something and is like, you know he's gonna do bad stuff, right? And Ventus is like, I have to save him. So Ventus goes and chases after Terra. Spoiler alert, he doesn't save him. And Aqua is chasing after the two of them. Aqua is like the team mom is like, I have to save both of them. And and the, there is you're supposed to play it like Terra first, Ventus second, Aqua third. And and not and again, just to to kind of spoil the ending, all of these end bad. Which is why like <laughs> which is why like i narrative narratively i think this is a really interesting story because it's the first time that they were like okay with doing bad things to their character.
3: Yeah.
1: Interesting. Okay.
2: Yeah. <clears throat>
3: so if um i want to am i understanding right then that um so like Terra is kind of the the bad one, Ventus is kind of the like conflicted one and then Aqua is the good one.
2: There, remember, I said that they have parallels to Sora, Riku, and Kairi. Yep. They, they, yeah. they have the same personalities. So Terra okay. is Terra is the de facto like strong man. He wants to protect everybody. He wants to be bigger than you. His dad can beat his dad can beat your dad. You know, he wants to be better than everybody. So he's ambitious, and that's his downfall. So when he doesn't become a master, you know, he's like kind of envious. He needs to be better. He needs to defeat his weakness. Ventus is like the carefree like everything is cool everyone's my friend like Sora where he's like okay. his, he's 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 the 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 kid with the most heart in Captain Planet like whatever. He's then, the the
3: go the Goku, the like yeah. the super yeah, innocent man. but also Yeah, he's Goku. can kick your ass. Exactly. Okay.
2: And and Aqua actually Aqua's my favorite character. Um, Aqua is a much better version of Kairi where she's like the you know she's kind of like the she sees them as brothers, but she knows she has to protect them, but she's, like, the most, like, level-headed one. But mechanically, she, like, she uses a lot of magic, and all her stuff is, like, retooled to use magic. So it's really fun. So they have different play styles, right? So, like, Terra is really, is much slower, but he's, like, a bruiser. Um, Ventus okay. is, hits, hits less, like, he's, like, playing with Kirby, so he, like, he attacks really quickly, but he doesn't hit as hard. And Aqua uses, like, a lot of magic, so she gets, like, different abilities, than then the other two get, because she's more, uh, she does... Magic. So it's interesting. Gotcha. It's gotcha. I, I like how I like, like I said, this is a very good game. Like if you're going to play one kingdom hearts game, I would actually consider. playing. Um, so we are introduced to the, to the, the bad guy. Now remember we're 10 years in, in, in the past, the heartless don't exist yet. So we're introduced to this entity called the unversed and the unversed look like the heartless, but they're different. They're much more cartoony. They're purple instead of dark purple. <laughs> um, <laughs> They're, Big distinction. Yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. And, and, that's, and that's, your, that's your reason to go out in the world. So you're chasing, you're fighting the unversed that have seeped into all the world. Now, with Terra, we're also introduced to the princesses of heart. Remember I said way back in Kingdom Hearts, you've got all the Disney princesses. Well, now this is when you're actually visiting the different Disney princesses. So you're seeing Snow White, you're seeing Sleeping Beauty. And the first thing that Terra does is actually tricked by Maleficent because Maleficent at this point is still in Sleeping Beauty world. Maleficent sucks. Maleficent sucks. So Maleficent tricks Terra into stealing, taking Aurora, uh, Princess Aurora's heart. So that's like kind of setting Ooh. off all of the mm. setting in motion. Okay. Everything that happens in Cage One. Yeah. See, you guys are on board. You get it. You get it. So Terra breaks bad. Um, he is he is tricked by Xanort. He eventually, at the end of his campaign, he is led to. Um, he's led back to the uh, the. What was it called? Like the world of beginnings or something. It's the world you start in with Master Ericus. Master he he comes in and Master Ericus is about to cut down, He's about to kill Ventus, and he's like, "No, don't do it!" And you actually kill Master Ericus as Terra, which is like very emotional. You're like, "Oh shit, I just killed my dad," and uh, <clears throat> and then it culminates into the end of the game, and, and let's let's put a pin in that. Ventus's story again is chasing Terra. Ventus is actually is also fighting Venitas, so Venitas is kind of haunting Ventus and you fight him a couple times, which is kind of cool. Venitas is just like a clone. He looks the same as Ventus, but he has black hair instead of blonde hair. And
3: then little little more uh little
2: more uh, yeah. eyeliner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Ventus like is kind of seeing the implications of what Terra did cuz Terra's like fucking up the worlds. Ventus is starting yeah. to, starting to put it right and Aqua's cleaning up basically, which is again kind of neat. So, birth by sleep. Um, all three of these stories culminate into the Keyblade graveyard. It's this huge, like, looks like, um, like the like the Pride Lands wasteland, <laughs> like where Mufasa died. It's just like, it's just dead. It's just all it's, dead it's blade the blade. it's
0: the elephant graveyard of Keyblades. Thank you. Yeah, yes, okay. the elephant
2: graveyard. It's <laughs> it's it's literally called the Keyblade graveyard, and there's these all these like just like colorless Keyblades, um, like sticking in in the middle of the ground. Um Zanort is there and he leads all three of the different uh, the different friends there from different places and he explains the Keyblade Graveyard was the site of a great war, the Keyblade War. Very original. Uh, <laughs> 100, 100 years ago there was this mass this massive war uh, for a the, the a massive war to control light. Um so they they also at some point explain like the way that this universe was created was uh, a long, long time ago, this is a very similar to like a Legend of Zelda thing where it's a long time ago there was light. Um, man was created from light. Man fought over the light, wanted to control the light. Um, and then the world, uh, how this iterates in Kingdom Hearts is um, man fought over the light using keyblades because keys could the keyblades could control the light. The light was gone because of the war but the light was reignited in the hearts of children. And that's how the worlds can survive the way they are today, because the whole world, that's how they explain that everything was one massive Pangea, and all (laughs) the worlds split into separate worlds to become the continents that they are today. Get it? Because Um, of the light of children. Because of the light and the hearts of children. In heart, Good. Um, So what Xehanort wants to do is start a new Keyblade War. And the way to do that is to uh, rebuild the X blade or the Key blade. He literally, I, I fucking, I kid you not, every time that motherfucker says Key blade, he goes, "I want to resurrect the Key blade." Like he has to put extra emphasis on the key because they think it's so. They think it's so fucking cheeky that they called it the Key blade because everything else is Key blade. God damn it, it pisses me off.
3: I love, I love that this is your favorite game. And also, the game you've gotten the most upset about. Yes, throughout absolutely. Recording the whole there's podcast. A, there's a
2: fine line between love and hate. Uh, so, the big plan is to create the Keyblade using making Venti- Ventus and Vanitas fight. Terra, uh, Terra attacks Xehanort. Xehanort retaliates, and you fight as Terra. You fight Xehanort. Xehanort wins, and through like four battles, actually takes over Terra's body. And it's like kind of fucking brutal. Um you you basically fight yourself as like this like Ghost Terra um you fight who who the fandom calls Ter- Terra Nort <laughs> um, so what happens is Terra fights you lose uh and Xehanort takes over Terra's body and becomes Terra Nort and Xehanort, is in effect makes himself younger but Terra persists and fights Xehanort inside of Xehanort's Terranort's heart. So it makes Xehanort lose his memories. So like, he still won, but he won less. Okay. Um, and then so for Ventus, Ventus uh, eventually has to fight or is attacked by Vanitas, so he finally has to fight Venetus. Um, So you fight Venitas as Ventus, and uh, you battle a couple times. Aqua intercedes, and she gets blown to hell. And then uh, Mickey Mouse shows up, and you're fighting... Oh, Mickey Mouse is in-, in this, and he shows up a bunch of times. At this point... <laughs> because, at this, because... At this point, uh, Mickey Mouse is, like, an apprentice. He's not a king yet. So he's, like, shown as the other Keyblade mm. apprentice. He's, he's uh, learning under Yen Sid, Master Yen Sid, who is, like, another Keyblade master. Sure. Um, sure. It okay. so all ties together. They're fighting... It's like, so, it's like poetry. Yeah, so you team up with Mickey Mouse to fight Vanitas... And then uh, you beat Vanitas, but then he sucks you into scary dream space. And so you're fighting again. You're fighting Vanitas again in scary dream space. Um, Oh, no, I'm sorry. Vanitas wins and sucks you into his scary dream space. Then you're fighting Vanitas in scary dream space. Um, He creates the X-Blade. The X-Blade happens, but you beat Vanitas, and the X-Blade is shattered. So the X-Blade is stopped. uh, you've, You've halted it from being created. And then finally, Aqua... Um, fights. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you guys remember Zigbar? What? Who the fuck <laughs> is Zigbar? Um,
0: he's he's one of the thirteen. He's
2: one of the organization I, thirteen. Okay. And we got okay. that. He's got a voice like this, and
3: yeah. He was bleh. he was one of the throwaway names from from a uh, uh, chain of memories, right? Yep. So one I, of the, he was a throwaway name until now.
2: I was going to try to. I wanted to gloss over it, but it is important. So one of the worlds that you visit <laughs> is called Radiant Garden, and that is actually Hollow Bastion before it was taken over. Yeah, before over by it was Hollow Bastion. Exactly. Oh! So Radiant Garden again is where all the Final Fantasy people live. Well, you start to meet throughout the different campaigns. You meet these other people who are who later become the organization members. So you actually run into Axel and Zigbar and Lexaeus and Zexion and. These are, I'm just saying, nonsense. Um, but one of <laughs> Zigbar, or, or in this world, Brig, B R A I G, turns into Zigbar. Yeah, it's an anagram. You get uh... it. So Brig is just this like douchey guy who's like wears a scarf and has a crossbow, and he's basically working for Zaynor, like as a, like a like a double agent. So he's kind of like his right hand man, and he comes in, he's like, "What's up, guys? I'm gonna kill you." And that boss fight sucks. Um he's got crossbows Aqua fights him Aqua beats him cuz he's a punk. And then Aqua takes Ventus's body back to um the the world that they started in the world of departure, which is where the Keyblade masters live. Aqua or Ventus is is out for the count. His heart is gone because he he lost it in scary dream space. So at this point Aqua is the only one left.
1: Cuz if you die in the dream you die for real.
2: That's right, Matt. You you got it. Uh, yeah,
1: I watched Inception.
2: <laughs> so one thing i one other thing that I, I didn't mention so throughout the different campaigns once you before you get to the end each character stops makes a pit stop just a cutscene at destiny islands so they actually interact with each of the characters from kingdom hearts one their counterpart so the first one is Terra. Terra meets riku and actually passes over his keyblade so this is how we learn where how keyblades work keyblades choose their owners you have to be given a keyblade. You can't just we say like I brought in Harry Potter. And we brought in <laughs> Harry Potter. Yep. So this is our first retcon. This is how we explain how Riku and Sora can have keyblade. So Terra gives his hands his keyblade over to um, Riku. Now Ventus does not hand his keyblade over to Sora. Ventus never meets Sora. Terra meets Riku and Sora. Aqua meets Kyrie. But Aqua meets Kyrie in Radiant Garden. So that at that point we also learned that Kyrie is not natively from um, natively from Destiny Islands. She's from Radiant Garden. She was then transported to Destiny Islands after Radiant Garden fell to the heart. You guys following so far? I yeah. feel like that's going to be important. That, you said that
1: in a way that made it sound important, and I still didn't understand.
2: That's fair. It's not that important. Uh, Aqua then bequeaths her Keyblade to Kyrie. That will be important later. Okay. Um, so the last bit is, when Ventus's heart is lost to scary dream space, we find that his heart, he's diving into darkness, and the last thing that he says is something like, oh, it's you. It's so warm. Don't try to get anything sexual from that. I know it sounds sexual. It's not that weird. Um, but basically... It's a little it's, weird. It's him encountering Sora's heart. So Ventus is, somehow finds his way to Sora's heart and merges with Sora. Okay. So now that's how oh. the three of them end up connecting with the the protagonists from the first game. So that's effective, that's basically birth by sleep. When you beat all three campaigns, you get a super secret special ending, and that's what happens after, so this is your epilogue. So what happens after all the Keyblade Graveyard stuff, um, Aqua takes Ventus's body back to um, the Land of Departure after the whole Keyblade aftermath. She then uh, uses her key, Keyblade to seal the Land of Departure now, remember, the Land of Departure is like a big castle. Looks very similar to Castle Oblivion. And we learn that <gasps> the Land of Departure is actually Castle Oblivion. Ah! The power of friendship. <laughs> so uh, this is how we learn that Aqua has, seals away Ventus in, the, in Castle Oblivion in like a hidden chamber. Uh, no one knows where Ventus is except for Aqua. Aqua then goes to chase Terra um she encounter she confronts terra back in radiant garden terra, terra is now completely full terranort which means Zayanort has taken complete control of his body his hair is a snowy white a radiant white if you will um terra Ooh. then fights terranort sorry aqua then fights terranort and uh, and and actually wins so terra be, or aqua beats terranort and uh, drives the darkness away from Terra. Um, long enough now, Terra's too. Oh, Jesus Christ, this is hard. Xehanort's <laughs> heart is too strong to actually sever the connection, but Aqua is able to kind of like delay it. So she delays it long enough to, to split them apart, and then she chases, and then she dies into the darkness after Terra. So now, Aqua, we close in with Aqua being lost in the realm of darkness, searching for Terra. That's going to come back later. no that we never we never hear about
0: that again
1: yep actually
3: oh good i'm just gonna forget everything either one of you sounds
1: completely believable like i don't know if it's important again or not but either option sounds realistic
2: yep so honestly guys there's there's only one more game that actually matters the next couple games are effectively filler so i'm just gonna like i'm gonna give you a real quick highlight so the next game is 358 over two days. This follows Roxas. Remember Roxas? Roxas. Uh, this follows Ra- <laughs> Magic. That his head. person who like doesn't matter because
3: he gets absorbed halfway through. Yeah. two. Okay.
2: So this whole game is basically just focusing on what happened to Roxas in between the time that he was created and in between the time Sora regained his, or in between the uh, Kingdom Hearts, or no, Chain of Memory. Um, which is why it's 358, 358 over two days. I don't know. I think it's 358 days. I don't fucking um. So basically, look, it's, this one doesn't. My brother
3: really tried to explain it to me. It's it, like
2: something about how long
3: one of them is in the one is in the memory th- recovery for like a little over a year, and then the or,
2: look, it's stupid. It doesn't or matter.
3: vice versa. Yeah. Here, here's the
2: deal with 358 over two days. It's it's Roxas is best friends with Axel. They meet. They they meet the they're introduced to the 14th member of Organization 13. It is a girl, her name is a young girl, her name is Xion. Xion is actually a an imperfect clone of Sora made by Zemnis as a as a fallback plan for some reason. Basically, Zemnis and the rest of the organization want to prolong. They want to they want to distract. They want to stop Sora from regaining his memories because he is, you know, their their enemy, obviously. So Xion was like his like plan B. So we, we've got some X-Men. X-Men in our... Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Kinda. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, like, what kind of name is I-O-N? Like, I don't know what name that is. Neo? Nio? I don't know. Um, that's why, like, they make these names, and then they don't really care about what their actual anagrams are. As long as it has an X in it. Yeah, as long as it has an yeah. X in it. So, look, long story short, um, Shion it becomes friends with Roxas and Axel the three of them kind of break away from the organization. Um, Riku's in there. At this point, Riku's still fighting back the darkness. He's trying to protect Sora. So Riku's been told to find Roxas. So basically Roxas and Shion are the keys to restoring Sora's memories. They are effectively part of Sora. They need to merge back with Sora to restore Sora's memory. So Riku um, gets in contact with Shion. Xion agrees to basically, like, off herself. Roxas doesn't want to do it. Roxas uh, falls in love with Xion, And Roxas gets all pissed off. And, and he and Riku fight. And they have a really cool anime battle in on a walking, like, defying gravity, walking, running up a building, fighting with, like, dual-wielding keyblades. All right. It, th- it's a whole thing. It's a whole reason that there was a video. There was a super secret video at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2. Todd probably remembers this. Um, oh
1: no i don't
2: it was the (laughs) if you (laughs) (laughs) if you like 100 percented kingdom hearts 2 you got this sweet video of these two guys in black cloaks having a cool anime battle this whole game is to justify that one minute video of an anime battle jesus (laughs) yeah it's god damn this one's this one sucks this one sucks
3: i i really love because this is i can see your breaking point here because you yeah. have a bullet point that is just Zia, Zion. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you, this oh, yeah. is where you quit
2: and you're like, damn it. Yeah, there's, there's, there's some good ones in my notes here. So, um, Riku is blindfolded because I don't know, it looks cool in anime. Um, he's, he's doing, doing a, a bird box thing. Yeah, he's yeah, doing the bird box, box challenge. Thing. <laughs> so, he fights Roxas. Uh, Roxas beats Riku. Um, so, Riku has to, quote unquote, unleash the darkness. He, un- undoes, he un- undoes. He quits his bird box challenge and turns into Ansem. So that's also retconning why Riku looked like Ansem in Kingdom Hearts 2. Um, he uses the power of darkness to overtake R- Roxas. Roxas uh, gets unconscious. Then we get Diz. So now this also retcons. So here's the explanation for Kingdom Hearts 2, guys. It was all a simulation. <laughs> I'm going to say that one more time. It was all a simulation. Good. Good. Is,
3: is Elon Musk a credited writer on this
2: game no but i think elon musk is also ansem the wise like that's actually a pretty good (laughs) analogy so Diz, aka ansem the wise creates uh creates a um a digital uh simulation of twilight town which is where they all the nobodies live so the twilight town that you start in as roxas and kingdom hearts 2 is actually a simulation of the actual twilight town which is why all those fucked up things happen.
3: So now we got the matrix in here. Yep. And all right, we're just going to pull in all the IPs. Yep.
0: They and, just they just made game after them. game without <laughs> thinking about what
1: came it's, after
2: it. It's this one's, this whole series is shoot first ask questions later. I'm like Metal so Gear Solid. Done.
1: Like I'm so <laughs> fucking stick, over this.
2: Stick with stick with me, bud. We're we're almost there, I promise.
1: We're not! We're not! You have, like, three pages of notes yet left, you no, fucking no, liar.
2: It's, it's not that bad, I promise. Okay, so, King- you know, here's the, here's, Matt, here's the good news. Kingdom Hearts coded, doesn't matter. Great. I have one bullet here. This one doesn't matter. There are data worlds, and nobody cares. It's literally, like, an entire game to get Mickey to, to uh, ask Riku and Sora to go on their next mission.
1: So, great. What did, did that it. one come out for? What was that It on? doesn't
2: matter. A DS, it doesn't matter. Okay.
1: It doesn't matter. All right. All right.
3: Um, I like that this one doesn't matter. This one matters less than the free to play, yep. <laughs> like browser game that only came out in Japan. Yep. and this was a wide launch on a on a <laughs> on a major system on a ma- on, like Nintendo's best selling system it's, ever. It's, yeah.
2: it's here's why. It's Chain of Memories without any actual new character. It's rehashing Kingdom Hearts two. It's just another excuse to do that. But it's like. You, digital Sora goes into digital Hercules and fights digital Hades, and oh. it's stupid. So my, my, my second bullet here is literally thank you next. But there you go. Great. Good.
3: <sighs> All right.
2: Got, got the Ari-
3: Ariana Grande reference right. Good.
2: This one's tough. Dream drop distance.
0: I, I don't know if I can keep going. I think, one, my cough medicine is kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> Two... Two, I see all of the bullet points, and I'm dying. I'm going to
2: try to... I know. This one was rough. This is the one that I had not played at all, so I didn't have any context going in, and I just watched a compilation video of cutscenes, and I was losing it. One of I, the
3: bullet points is literally, Sora goes back to Traverse Town to play with pinatas.
0: He does! <laughs> he what? super does! I don't know, guys. Okay.
3: I... I'm this gonna, is my nightmare.: I'm gonna, I'm gonna I
2: joke.
0: It. I joke and say that a lot, but this is my nightmare. I
2: love you guys and you guys are my best friends. Dream King Greenheart's Heart's Dream Drop Distance. We open with a flashback to Radiant Garden. <clears throat> we see a young, we see a, a, an apprentice Xehanort plunging his keyblade. Uh, into Bragg. Remember Bragg? You guys remember Bragg, right? The guy with the crossbow. Yeah. The guy intact like bit. What's what's he be, Who's he become? What's his other
3: name? Zigbar. His name with an X in it. So, so he is okay. he Thank has you.
2: killed everyone working for Ansom the Wise. These are basically the organization 13 members, save for a few. Um, so this is the origin story basically of the organization. Um, okay. we're, we, then, we then flipped it back to Mickey. Mickey is at his castle. Sora, Riku, and Kairi are at their island. Mickey calls the three to go save the day again. Um, so everyone goes and returns to Yensid's uh, tower. Yensid says Heartless Ansem and Zemnis are destroyed. Unfortunately, the return of the real Master Xehanort is inevitable. So Yensid wants to put Riku and Sora through the Mark of Mastery. Remember the Mark of Mastery, guys? That's where it you know, became Kiva Masters?
1: Yeah, it's the, the Kobayashi Maru.
2: Um, so they their quest is to they have to go back into the dream world so now we've got we've got star wars we've got we've got the matrix now we're in inception they have to go back into the dream worlds which are dream versions of the worlds they've already been to to unlock the dream doors or no shut close the dream doors jesus sorry everybody Close the dream doors. Uh-huh. All right, important <laughs> distinction. Yeah, you
1: messed up. Start over. We gotta go again.
2: Yen <laughs> um, also talks about the Keyblade War, which is what I explained in the last one. It's what created the darkness. We all know that Zane Nord wants to start that war again. Um, I'm gonna scrub this a little, scrub through this a little bit. So Sor and Riku are gonna be Keyblade masters. So they go. There's this whole thing where these kids are playing a VR game, but they're in a dream. They're fighting like dream eaters, which are this version of heartless, but they look like colorful piñatas. I thought they were the bad guy, but at the end of it Sora wants to go play with them, so I guess they're good. I don't know. <laughs> it's super not clear and there are there's a lot to go. Um so here's here's an interesting thing. So Sora and Riku both go now in this game, you can play as both Sora and Riku and they all have different they both have different campaigns. <clears throat> Sora's is, is straightforward. Riku's kind of following Sora. So Sora, Sora finds the door-door world. Riku closes the lock. Okay. Um, Sora is like playing this weird VR game, all happy-go-lucky, and Riku's being haunted by Ansem. Remember Ansem? You guys remember Ansem, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I just have a note here that says Jeff Bridges. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> um, so, here, so here's the deal. So like the other Kingdom Hearts games, you go through the other worlds, so some of the worlds in this one, I again, I was only watching the cutscenes, so I don't really know. I think Tron was another one, but they went to they went back to Tron Legacy, so it has the weird Jeff Bridges, like Ghost of Jeff Bridges, digital Jeff Bridges. Nice. Um, so Tron Legacy is in there, and um, uh, da, 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 Esmeralda and Quasimodo. What is that? Hunchback of Notre Dame. Hunchback yeah. There's other ones. Oh, you got, you do like the Three Musketeers or Three Musketeers? The one with like Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, which yep. is like. Kind of cute, yeah. Um, but the so the so the side story that's happening is remember all those dudes that got stabbed in in uh, the bottom of xehanort's lab that became the organization. Well, they start waking yeah. up. Yeah, Matt remembers. Yeah, um, <laughs> Matt, they all start waking up because. Okay. Hey, Matt, do you know why they woke up? Why don't you tell me? The power of friendship. Actually, no. Oh, <laughs> but that was Whoa. close. They were because their, because their nobodies were defeated. Uh, oh. that was gonna be my second guess
1: yeah. makes much more sense
2: yeah totally we're all on track we're all friends um, so they all wake up and it's like kind of this like horror scene where they're like oh fuck because remember as nobodies they don't have hearts and by having no mm-hmm. hearts they have no souls so now they're like oh shit we did some stuff y'all um, so they're kind of just like what did we do oh fuck um, everyone is there except for Xehanort and ES Es is the real version person of Saix, a who is like the second right hand man of of Zemnis and Kingdom Hearts. That's 2.
0: not a name, but keep going. Yep.
2: Um, also, Maleficent kidnaps Queen Minnie, so Mickey and his boys have to go and kick some ass. Fucking Pete from Goof Troop. Pete from Motherfucking Goof Troop. Wants the He's data back. World. <laughs> He's back, and he wants the data Good. worlds. And literally, nothing else happens from that. Because Kingdom Hearts Coded does not matter. Wow. So, yep. So Pete from Pete from Goof Troop's there. He's like, What's up, guys? I'm Pete from Goof Troop. And uh and Axel comes to save the day. So Axel is now a good guy, but Axel's not Axel. Now he's Lee. L-E-A. He's Lee. And he's still got his flame wheels. So that's that's good. Um we get we get Oh, so <clears throat> There's a point at which you start to realize that Sora and Riku are not actually, the game is hinting that Sora and Riku are not actually going through Dream worlds. And they arrive at the three, mus- mouse, three Musketeer world, but it's the Disney Three Musketeers where Mickey, Donald, and Goofy are the Three Musketeers. Now, obviously, Sora is like, oh, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, we're all friends. And they're like, who are you? This is where the game starts to hint that Sora is actually traveling back in time.
1: Good.
0: Just
1: hints
2: Whoa. at it, just casually. Wait. What the fuck? Yeah, guys, this is no, don't slow down. Is, keep going. There's no point. This is where it gets bad. I, <laughs> so this is season five oh, this? of Lost. Yeah, this is season five of Lost. This is where the okay. smoke monster becomes is is all of us. And as you can hear my voice start to go, you can see my notes here. This is my slow descent into madness. I just wrote "Thanks, I hate it." GIF. <laughs> Um, so long story short, Xehanort has intervened. We see this black cloak figure throughout the rest of the throughout the first couple worlds, and they're like, oh shit, more organization. Well, that black cloak looks as a is a small boy, and he's got white hair like Xehanort. But it's not Xehanort, but it is Xehanort. It's Xehanort, y'all, but it's a younger version of Xehanort.
0: Uh, now here's time travel here's
2: what happened guys yeah fucking back to the future toed himself back in time to talk to a younger version of himself to uh, to basically take over the world
1: okay i mean you used a reference that i understand at a very deep level so like i'm here i'm with you
2: yeah like that that is how i had to explain it to myself Matt's back on board. Cool. Yep. Uh, back welcome. to the future. You got me, baby. All right. Awesome. Well, welcome back. Um, so that's kind of my best way to explain what happens. This is fucking poo-poo garbage nonsense. Like, the rest of this game can just, can just fuck the hell off. Okay? Like, I'm done with it. I was I, I literally, like, I was on board with this whole fucking thing. Like, Star Wars, great. Matrix, great. Inception, great. Time travel. Get me out. <laughs> get me out of here that's it this is where i draw the line motherfuckers okay so let's just let's just go through we'll go through the high points so xehanort is trying to uh, xehanort is is actively trying to prevent their quest so he's fucking with them um sora goes through all his dream worlds and ends up in the world that never was the world that never was was also the end of kingdom hearts 2 So we're, we're back there he's like what the fuck i thought we defeated all this because the organization is gone Zigbar shows up. Not Brig, but Zigbar. Mm-hmm. The the nobody version of Brig. And he's like, What's up? I'm kind of a piece of shit. And he, and he says, um, they he hijack basically hijacked their trajectory, and he's been controlling them the whole time. And he threw them back in time. The reason that they can do this, and this is where this is where Kingdom Hearts lost me, is their explanation for time travel. Because they can't just back to the future and say it's time travel. Don't think about it. They have to give an explanation. They say <clears throat> Time travel is possible, but only if there, is, there was a part of you that existed at that particular point. So, do you guys remember Kingdom Hearts 1?
1: Yeah. It seems
2: Barely. like so long ago. Do you remember back when Sora was visited by a mass stranger saying, this world will be swallowed in darkness?
3: Uh-huh. Oh, look I at that. do because I tucked that away because I thought that was gonna be yep. Pete from Goof Troop. It's
2: not Pete from Goof Troop. God, I wish it was Pete from Goof Troop. Child, oh my <laughs> God, do I wish it was Pete from Goof Troop. <laughs> no, this is how Kingdom Hearts retcons everything because they can't just have Kingdom Hearts One be like this kind of fun cerebral. Like it doesn't need it. Everything doesn't need to be something. Okay, it's like it's like trying to make the Zelda timeline. Like just let it be. Oblique or like just let it just let it be opaque, like it doesn't have to be completely clear. Um, so they they say, okay, well, you remember that masked figure that was actually Xehanort, but not like but like a different Xehanort, it was a part of Xehanort who implanted himself at that particular moment at that particular time so that he could time travel back at any point. What?
0: I don't I, I don't want to ask for an explanation because I don't think there is one.
2: Xehanort is going across time and space to collect different versions of himself to make his own organization 13. And that's the big reveal here. So Xehan- So this is kind of
3: to to pull in another movie reference. This is kind of uh It's the one. But butter, it's butterfly effect <laughs> where you have to you you can only time travel back to yeah. to when you have blacked it's, out or it's whatever, it's butterfly
2: yeah. effect rules, but it's it's the one it's butterfly effect time travel rules, but the one universe rules. So basically, he is reverse Jackie Channing. and he's going to try to collect himself across space time. Yeah, good. This All is right, where. Sure. Yep, yep. I mean, right? Why not? Right? So, so that's kind of the plan, and and there's a bullet that's just I don't I don't. Um. So let's see. So Sora is trapped in scary dream space by it being imprisoned by the organization. Now we flip back to Riku. Riku also ends up in the world that never was, and he eventually comes across Sora's body floating in in midair in a scary black circle. And he's like, Sora, Sora, I'm gonna save you. But whoops, Riku's in scary dream space too. And Ansem is inceptioning Riku inside of Sora's dream. So he explains that Sora's dreaming, Riku's also dreaming, but Riku is dreaming inside of Sora's dream, and Ansem is inside of Riku's dream. Um, Riku fights so, Ansem yet again. In what dream? In whose dream? Like well. in Sora's dream. Kyle, come on, man. Duh, Kyle, come
3: on. <laughs> and where's and where's Leonardo DiCaprio throughout
2: this? <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's 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 having a beer. Um, he's uh, so Riku fights Ansem once again. Uh, and, and beats him and accepts the darkness like Eddie Brock accepting Venom. Um, Riku, oh, there's a flashback to Riku meeting Terra and Aqua, so that's how the game is like, huh, huh, nudge, nudge, remember that? So, right, so now Xehanort, a young Xehanort, so that, that child who was revealed to be Xehanort, um, we cut back to Sora. Sora's being haunted by all the, his, the memories of his friends in scary dream space, and young Xehanort appears. Well, he, he introduces himself as Xehanort, so we're going to call him Young Xehanort. He's got the same voice as Xehanort, but he's younger, or whatever. <laughs> he explains this big, dastardly plan, so what he wants to do is he's time-traveling through all these universes to collect different pieces of Xehanort, of himself, uh, to stack with, the, with Organization Thirteen. Anybody want to take a guess why?
1: Power of Friendship.
2: The but, opposite but, of that. Actually, yeah, that's not, they, that's not wrong, Matt. That's not wrong. The or- Organization thirteen was, was, was taken down because of the power of friendship. Because people like Axel and Roxas and Shion and Namine started developing hearts, even though <laughs> despite the fact they were nobodies who were supposed to not have hearts. So the only way Xehanort can guarantee that he will have a complete army of, of heartless nobodies, not heartless, but heartless nobodies, is to create clones of himself. So he's literally imprinting himself across generations.
3: I hate this. Yeah. It,
2: this is it's, it's such a it's such it's a not stretch. Great. It's not great. I, I wish they would just let it be what it is and not try to wreck on everything. So so then he uh, we find that Sora is his prisoner, Sora can't do anything. He's he's trapped in scary inception dream space. Xanort takes Sora as his prisoner. And he says Sora's going to be his thirteenth vessel. So Sora, he wants Sora to be the thirteenth version of Xehanort. Um, He takes Zora, Sora to this other not nothing space, which is where he's, where all the other organization people are collected. And now we start to reveal who the other the new organization are. So we've got we've got young Xehanort. We've got Ansem, which is Xehanort's nobody. We've got Zemnis, which is Xehanort's... We've got young Xehanort, <laughs> we've got Ansem, Ansem in air quotes, which is Xehanort's heartless, and then we've got Zemnis, which is Xehanort's nobody, and then we've got Zigbar, who is revealed to be to have half of Xehanort inside him, we've got Saix, Saix, who's also got part of Xehanort inside him, and then, and then, guys, and then, guys, we get the big reveal. Leonard Nimoy comes back, y'all! He's back! <laughs> Master Xehanort is back. He appears from a different timeline. Uh, uh, He appears from the future. He appears from the future. And then he explains his plan, which his plan's a little different. He wants to recreate, re-recreate the X-Blade. Remember the X-Blade? He wants to recreate the X-Blade. And the way that he does that is to rejoin the shattered fragments. So what happened when the X-Blade was destroyed it's shattered into 13 fragments of dark and seven fragments of light. 13, seven, what are the, how are those numbers important? I'll tell you guys, 13 <laughs> represents organization 13. Those are the 13 members, 13 fragments of dark. We've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 <laughs> Xehanorts who are gonna be the 13 fragments of dark. On the other side of the coin, we've got seven fragments of light. Now, do you remember what seven is? Tell me, somebody tell me. Somebody tell me what ha- what we have. It's it was seven. Pres- it's the it's the princesses. The princesses it's- of light. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: we got the princesses of light, y'all. So that we got to collect the princesses of light. We got to collect all the fragments of dark, aka Organization Thirteen. So his whole plan, the whole time, the whole fucking time, was to use the heartless to gather the fragments of light, and would use the nobodies to gather the fragments of dark. We're gonna collect them I all mean, together. And that's-
0: Go ahead and and that's so that's, a, a, that's a cool reveal. Yeah, it just
3: it's so forced to get it there. It just yeah. it was
2: it was a needle in a very 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 convoluted haystack.
3: So if if again, this, if if you know anything about like the extended Star Wars, this is all like Emperor Palpatine yep. like pull it like pulling the strings from all sides yep. because he's got a greater purpose than anyone can
2: even relax, yeah
3: exactly and
2: it and it's like and it it sounds cool when you put it all together but it's also like a bunch of writers but like but wait but wait you know (laughs) it's just i mean it's retconning things that didn't necessarily need explaining which is which is never like never very um never very helpful (laughs) when you're in a piece of doesn't doesn't
3: go over well no no
2: i mean it like metal gear solid 5 did it you know like yeah. they tried to retcon a bunch of games from the '80s. It was like, "Good dudes, we know that like different people made the stories and they fucked up. You don't have to give us a reason for it." Anyway, um,
3: long story short, that's...
2: go ahead, Kyle. What do you What do you got?
3: Oh, I was gonna I was gonna use say another example of uh, Days of Future Past, yeah. for the X Men franchise. Yeah. But
2: I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that's a great example. Like, just keep retconning the same stuff. It's like just 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 stop. Like, we can just understand as humans that like we're not we're not there anymore. We just don't have to. F- Anyway, so long story short, we 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 took a real windy path to get there. The big bad is Master Xehanort. He wants to, re just like, again, he wants to reignite the Keyblade War by crafting the Keyblade or the X-Blade by collecting these different fragments. Um, so that's why he had set all of these things in motion to collect the different fragments of Dark and Light. Cool? Cool. Cool.
0: Got it.
1: Super
2: cool. So... Um, young Xehanort, or Master Xehanort, I don't remember, uh, tries to um, inject himself, which is again, very gross, um, into Sora, who's like passed out at this point. And at the last second, boom! Axel appears. Remember Axel? You guys remember Axel, right? Firewheels. Firewheels! That's yes. right, bud. You, got boom, it. You, guys catching doing, on. you guys are doing so well. Um, Axel comes and saves the day, or it's actually Lee. Um, oh, he keeps saying his catchphrase is, got it memorized. Like he like he says his name and then he points to his head, he goes, Got it memorized. Why? Cause anime people have to have catchphrases? I don't <laughs> know. Because they have to
1: have a thing. No, because when you're that small a character in a game this fucking convoluted, you have to ask people if they're gonna remember your name.
3: <laughs> There's
2: so <laughs> many names. It's fair. I'm so sad. Um, okay, well, so everyone's got two names. Yep. At and minimum, there's so Maybe. Many <laughs> <sideboards>. <laughs> well, guys, we're actually really close. Um, we're we're on the stair, we're in the home stretch. So uh, all of the pieces are at play the, the, We've we've got this massive chessboard. Every you know, we it seems like Master xehanort is basically about to call checkmate. He's got everyone surrounded. He's gonna. He's he's got all the all the fragments in tow, um, and all of a sudden he's like ready to strike, and then. Here comes fucking Donald and Goofy from nowhere. Literally appeared out of nothing. <laughs> They're like, they just kind of go they ahead. literally bumble their way in. They fall through the <laughs> ceiling and you hear Goofy go, whoa, whoa, whoa. And they just like bonk heads with the bad guys and everything is fine. And then Master Xehanort's like, no, we can't do it now. We have to go. <laughs> so, I'm not kidding. Oh, no. No. Yeah. It's
1: like-
2: what? So, so he's like, ah, damn it, I'll be back. He Scooby Doo villains his way out of there and is like, I'll be back for you, wag my finger. So, that's the big, like, head nod, nudge, nudge, elbow rub. That's like, this is the plot of Kingdom Hearts 3. Xehanort's gonna come back, he's gonna try to collect the fragments, etc. etc. So, great, we're done. <laughs> Everybody goes home. Um, however, um, Sora's not. Not awake yet. Sora's still in scary dream space. So we cut back to Riku. Riku and Donald and Goofy and Mickey are all back at Yen Sid's tower, um, and they're like, how do we save Sora? Yen Sid reveals that at the end of their Mark of the Mastery, they were going to get the power to awaken a heart. That was the whole purpose of this whole... So Riku has to then go back into Sora's scary dream space and awaken his heart. He dives into Sora's dream space you have a bunch of vague conversations and you meet Anson the Wise who isn't actually Anson the Wise but a digital copy of Anson the Wise because he uploaded his his data into Sora's brain like that's how brains work and Anson the Wise says everything's fine and it becomes fine and and Riku comes out of Sora's consciousness and Sora is awake and having a tea party like a fucking moron and Riku's like, what's going on? And Sora's like, ha ha ha, everything's fine. <clears throat> and that's it. And then that's literally, that's the end of the game. Like, it's like, great, everyone's happy. So, um, oh, and and Sora goes back to Traverse Town to play with pinatas. Like, that's actually what happens at the end of the game. Oh, one more thing, guys. Um, So remember how I said Aqua met up with Kyrie and gave her a keyblade? Now it's revealed that... <clears throat> We, in order to protect the seven fragments of light, we need seven Keyblade Wielders. So you could run them off into your heads. We have met how many Keyblade Wielders at this point? We've got Sora. I'm, I'm guessing all
0: but the last one.
2: That's right, Todd. Uh, we've got Sora, Riku, Mickey. Those are the Keyblade Wielders in the current era. In the past area, we've got Terra, Aquas, and Ven. So those are our six Keyblade Wielders. We've got one more mysterious seven Keyblade Wielder. That would be Kyrie. Ooh. So the last scene is the reveal of Yen Sid training Kyrie to become a Keyblade Master. So that's all basically a lot of bullshit to say that Sora, Riku, and Kairi will be the main protagonists of Kingdom Hearts 3. The whole point is to fight against Master Xehanort, who wants to reclaim the fragments and save the world from evil. Yeah. Oh shit! There's one.
3: And three is gonna have its own whole story. Yep. It's gonna be <laughs> like eighty hours of gameplay too. Yep. So there's they've got to come up with more.
2: So because this was 2012 and Square said, "Oh fuck, Kingdom Hearts three is nowhere near being ready," they said, "Let's make more content to keep people to satiate people's uh, appetite." So they made. This was 2004. 2012. No. 2012. 12. Okay. okay. So Square made two more properties. They made Kingdom Hearts Key, which was that goofy web browser, and then they re-released it as Kingdom Hearts um what did I say that was? The back cover. Well they they released a mobile version, which was just a like freeware, and then they released okay. then they released 2.8 Final Prologue, which was in 2017, which included two movies. One was Kingdom Hearts Kingdom Hearts Key Back Cover and Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. 0.2 colon, a fragmentary passage. Those two act as additional flavor uh, prologue movies for Get Us to Kingdom Hearts. Back cover is basically a movie showing you the, the original Keyblade War. It's stupid, and I hate it, and it's dumb, and it doesn't matter. Um, did, did you watch it? I watched parts of it, and I was like, this is stupid, and I don't want to watch it. Um, Which is a shame because to... the Keyblade War Sounds like the coolest part uh, Yeah, it it's, does. It's, it There's does. no part of the Keyblade War There's like It's like a man wearing a unicorn mask And a man wearing a snake mask Fight awesome. against a bunch of kids Named dandelions And they do the Keyblade War The Keyblade War is is the free to play mobile game You can imagine Guys I think Andrew had a stroke I think. I'm dying I'm so yeah. tired yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so not tired, sure you watched the I'm right sad. movie um, I'll give it an <laughs> excuse me i'll give it another shot sometime i couldn't i couldn't anymore the last thing i watched was kingdom hearts birth by sleep 0.2 a fragmentary passage which is another interactive movie slash game it is a fully 3d ps4 game built in the unreal 4 engine using brand new assets they bring back some of the gameplay from kingdom hearts birth by sleep but it is a it is a standalone it is what is an effect for the Metal Gear? What was Metal Gear? Um, Metal Gear uh what was the zero episode zero before five? What was that called, Kyle? Do you know the Phantom Pain. The one before Phantom Pain, the oh. thing that came I've, before Phantom Pain.
3: I've played a grand total of zero Metal oh, Gear was
2: games.
0: That, played, was that, game was Gear. That, nope. that Snake Eater? There was one of them um, called Snake Eater. It was Eater.
2: it doesn't matter. It was the one that came out. It was like basically a tech demo, uh, but it was like a $20 tech demo before Metal Gear Solid 5. It's the prologue. This that's what this is. It's basically the It's okay, getting you psyched for Kingdom Hearts Five or Kingdom Hearts Three. Jesus Christ, Um, it's telling the story of Aqua. So remember, Aqua was lost in the Realm of Darkness. This is the final retcon of the series where it says, "Hey guys, remember how Mickey Mouse was weirdly on the other side of the door? Well, Mickey actually went, actually met up with Aqua, who had been in the Realm of Darkness the whole time. uh, The Realm of Darkness is weird. It time bends. Time is time is old. Dark Soulsy, timey wimey." It doesn't really matter. Time is arbitrary. So Aqua has been there for what she feels like is a few weeks. It was actually had been 10 years. She she runs into Mickey. She and Mickey fight the Heartless on the other side of the door and save Riku um, from the darkness. So that's how they retcon Riku being involved. So all that shit that happens in Kingdom Hearts 1, it's kind of like what Lion King did when they released Lion King 0.5. It was like... Hey, do you want? Know do you want to know what was happening to Tomo and Pumbaa for when they weren't on camera? Cool. Ne- us neither. That's what this is. Uh, so that's what I this is. I had
1: that DVD yeah. and enjoyed it. So there's that.
2: I mean, it, it wasn't bad. It was just like, hey, if you want more Tomo and Pumbaa, there you go. That's what yeah. this is. Like, if you want more Kingdom Hearts, great. Here you go. So most of it is just is Aqua wandering lost in the realm of darkness. The most important bits here are she uh, she helped Mickey find the Keyblade of Darkness to seal the door from the Dark Realm. And uh, she, um, once Mickey, Mickey went to the other side along with Riku, she stayed back. So she stayed back to fight the Heartless, to let them, so she Halo reached it, right? So she Halo reached herself so everyone else could be saved.
0: There you go. There's so, a reference I get. Yeah,
2: yeah. See, now Todd's back on board. <laughs> I got all of you once. Everybody so, gets one. Everybody gets one, baby. Um, So... The, so this is setting up, the last five minutes set up Kingdom Hearts 3. Here's the plot. Sora, Riku, Kairi are Keyblade Masters. Kairi is training to, become, to learn how to use the Keyblade. Riku and Mickey go to find Aqua. Um, uh, Sora is tasked with finding Ventus and Terra. Because Sora was comatose and because plot, he, he lost all his powers a la Super Metroid, so he needed to go train with Hercules. So the tutorial for Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be training with Hercules and then the plot is going to be com- gathering all of the Warriors of Light to protect the Fragments of Light to save or prevent the Keyblade War and stop Master Xehanort. And that, my friends, is the Kingdom Hearts franchise.
0: I... oh I man. Would, are, you, are you okay, Andrew? Do you, I would say you need to talk to someone but you just really need to lie down.
2: My throat hurts so much.
0: I just like,
1: I have been sitting here listening to you explain Kingdom Hearts to me for three hours, and yeah. I feel no closer to having any understanding of Kingdom Hearts than I did four hours ago.
0: what what I want what I want now is I want to watch all the cutscenes like <laughs> sewn together. but I know that that is going to be about fifteen hours of content, and I don't have um, that left in my person.
2: More than that, Todd. Ugh.
3: There's see, I I feel like I've got a pretty good grasp. Like <laughs> Thanks, there ma'am. are some gaps. There are some gaps, maybe, but like I could probably pick up Kingdom Hearts three when it comes out and like be mostly on board. I'm not going to because I don't have a PS four.
2: <laughs> I I said this once, and and this still. St- these are very good games. Mechanically, maybe not for Matt. If you like RPGs, if you like anime, if you like action RPGs, these are very good games. Um, there is absolutely nothing wrong with picking up Kingdom Hearts 3 and just having a good old time hanging out with Elsa from Frozen. Like, that to me is, that's enough to, to, to justify this, the, the, the sticker price.
3: If, if they don't go to Marvel World in, in Kingdom Hearts 3, though, I quit. Well they, they aren't. It. I mean they're not because all the worlds have been announced.
0: Oh yeah, they definitely didn't have well, I don't know if they I how mean, far they, how well,
2: deep they were in. Yeah, and they've been making this game for a long ass time. Yeah.
0: But Kingdom Hearts 4, Kyle.
2: Oh, just wait
0: <laughs>
1: 18 games yep. and 12 years later. Kingdom <laughs> so, Hearts hey, 4. Hey, um
0: Hey, my I've got I've got only really got one question left. Yeah. Are are we done? Do it do it poop. No, that's not my question Kyle,
2: Kyle, the answer to your question is If the answer is, do my brain poop Nonsense There's, my brain there's poop not a single bathroom so much
0: nonsense. In, and Andrew listed like 14 games And he didn't once say bathroom so. Not
3: once in these In these, what, nine games Over these What, t- 17 years Has anyone in the series
2: pooped That's <laughs> Oh guys, I'm tired. Um, yeah, why don't I heard? Does someone else want to close us out?
3: Um, uh, can, what what's the name of our podcast? I don't know. Yeah.
0: Who
2: am I? This is the
3: this
0: is the Robin Williams.
2: What year is it? Do you guys, <laughs> guys want to um, right now? Do you guys want to summarize your thoughts with uh and and just give everyone your your nobody's names one more time? Um. Oh, is yeah. that what you did? Yeah,
0: it's, yeah. Th- those were our nobody names yeah, at the those beginning, Kyle. It's our names oh. jumbled around with an accent. We we did this an hour and a half ago. <laughs> an hour and a half. We well an hour an hour and a half ago we we revealed that this is how we got those names. Oh,
3: okay. Gotcha. Well, I'm I'm Kyle Zylek Harper.
0: I'm Todd. My life is a spiral of Final Fantasy and Disney tragedy, Thomas. And Robitussin.
1: (laughs) I'm Matt, and my name has three consonants and one vowel, and you can barely fit an X into
2: it, Cole. And I'm Andrew. I do not have the brain space to make myself a nobody name, but guys... Thank you so much for listening. If you're still listening, God bless you. Um, we, despite our exhaustion, had a hell of a lot of t- fun time doing this. Um, we hope to do more weird stuff like this. So if you like this, if you enjoyed it, or hell, if you hated it <laughs> at all, by all means, leave us a comment, hit us up. Um, we're all we're on social media at debate this on on all platforms. But um, until next time. Come play us by the swing set, nerds.